stiff arm to crack after <laughs> Draco's magic right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, beating a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of TOJ Film Room, the 50th edition of TOJ Film Room. So it's a very special um, episode that we're halfway to 100. Uh, the normal housekeeping, I'm at JoeRB31 on Twitter, uh, where I just put up a review of Jonathan Harrison, like 24 plays of Jonathan Harrison. I put up another one of Jordan Jenkins. I'm about to do Avery Williamson, I believe. He's about to win the vote. Um, we did not get a rating and review, which is okay. We're still at 42. I appreciate everybody who's been doing that. Uh, but we did get another Patreon in Joseph Corsello. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. So I sent Joe a message on Patreon. I really appreciate him. And like I said, it helps me do a lot of different things with the show, you know, pay for microphones and more data and stuff on my computer that I need for all the plays. And, you know, maybe I'll look into backdrops instead of a yoga mat and back of me and all that type of stuff. So I really, really appreciate that. And also it helps you, you know, uh, want to do shows you know it, it takes a lot of work and uh you get some financial help it definitely does help so i'm thinking about instead of you know doing things like advertising to keep advertisements off the show uh patreon's a good thing you know because advertising breaks up the show it breaks up the flow of it i really don't like it um you know with a two-hour show it might have not might not be as bad as like the half an hour shows that have like 10 minutes of advertising but uh still i want to keep advertising off the show for the most part so uh patreon always helps that uh, we're at TOJ Space Film Space Room on iTunes. If you're gonna leave a review, that's where I, I hope you leave it. Uh, getting likes and all that stuff on YouTube is a uh, is a great thing. Even though I think there's some person who watches the show who might be a competitor or something because every time I release the show within the first 30 minutes, somebody somebody dislikes it. But hey, eh, you can hate all you want. Uh, but like I said, TOJ Film Room is the uh, that's the important place to leave it. Uh, today I'm going to be doing the first half of the Sam Donald review. Uh, I was gonna do a mailbag. Um, but I figured because I'm going to Ireland in a week, I want to get out the, both the Sam Darnold parts. I'm leaving like the 13th, so I won't, I won't have a show from like the 13th probably for like a good two weeks. So I want to get both the Sam Darnold reviews out and a Jamal Adams. So I skipped the uh, I skipped the mailbag, and I'll get to your mailbag question. I know somebody like asking about you know five of my favorite movies of all time and all that stuff, and I'll, I'll get to that when we do a mailbag later in the season. But there's still so many reviews I have to do. I have to start pumping these out a little bit faster, especially because I'm taking about a two-week break. Um like I said, Donald today, and then um, probably do Donald on Monday, next Monday, and I'll probably do Jamal Adams on Friday or Saturday. I would like to leave those uh, those three reviews with you guys before I do leave for a little bit so you get a good amount of content of guys that uh, a lot of people want to see. Um, and I, said, I think I said it last week. I think it's been a year. I sort of mid-July. Uh, we're going to hit 52 episodes within the, within the year. So I know there were some weeks or like, there's actually like some weeks where we took like a three, four week break, like after the season, um, we still hit 52 episodes, 52 weeks in the year. So there were some weeks where I give you like three episodes and things like that. So I uh, just want to say, I'm thankful to turn on the jets. I'm thankful to guys like Scott Mason, uh, Joe Caparoso, my co-host, Marcus Coleman, uh, Kyle Smith, all the listeners who followed me from jet nation radio, uh, all the new ones I have gained, all the new followers on Twitter, uh, the great people who have left late, uh, ratings and reviews, I really appreciate you. Expect you know the two patrons. I definitely appreciate both of the Joes right there. Um, we have doubled more. The uh, we have more than doubled the YouTube subscription since I came here. We started with like four hundred. We're a little bit over a thousand right now. So um, that's been absolutely fantastic. 
Uh, appreciate everybody who's uh, you know invited me to their shows, to Bill's podcast and Dolphins podcast and Panthers podcast and um, some other ones that I was on talking about some of the draft guys. Uh, great year uh, overall. It got engaged. Um, I finished number one in my, my police academy class, which is like 90 or so people. I finished number one, which is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, the Jets are actually good, which is awesome as well, obviously, with the with the uh, free agency they had with Bell and Mosley and Adams and drafting Quentin Williams, who was on his train for months before the draft. I'm ecstatic that they drafted him. They have Sam Darnold. Uh, so that's great with the Jets on the upswing. And then you have the Devils too, which I don't know if I have Devils fans. I'm assuming more of my listeners are Rangers fans. But I'm a Devils fan. You know, getting getting Subban, getting Jack Hughes, all these different guys that they're getting. Uh, they're on the upswing as well. I know the Rangers are as, you know, as well. So congrats to you guys. It's going to be a uh, nice little rivalry the last next couple of years with uh, Hughes and the guy from Finland you got. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. And you also have the Nets too. I'm a Nets fan. And if you follow the NBA at all, knowing they just got uh, – you know, KD and Kyrie uh, Irving is just – that's absolutely ridiculous, even though KD won't play for the next year. But uh, great year overall. So, like I said, I appreciate everybody who's involved with the show, listens to the show, leaves the reviews, invites me to do their shows, um, et cetera. So I appreciate you guys uh, a lot more than you know. And uh, we're going to keep the show pumping out for, you know, a while. Uh, Marcus Coleman's going to come back. He did lose, I think, the, fir- the first playoff game. Uh, but he still, he still did get into the playoffs in his first year as a new head coach. So uh, he'll be coming back. We'll do a little off-season review with him. We'll probably do like a, a superlative show, maybe like one more mailbag. And then uh, by that time, it'll be preseason time to break down some film of the uh, film from, you know, some new film from this year. So that'll, that'll be fun. And obviously during the season, all 16 weeks, we'll be breaking down film. Uh, and that's going to be a blast for, for sure, actually getting to some new film. I've watched the Jets season like a thousand times already. So I'm definitely excited to uh, – get into that but i'm gonna pause it real quick we're gonna bring up some sam Darnold film I, I believe i got like 72 or 74 plays on sam Darnold. so uh buckle in all right so yeah the first part is going to be um 74 plays and obviously the first part's not going to be as good as the second part the first part was more of his struggles minus some uh some good throws some good decisions that we'll see you know especially in the colts game and the broncos game um even some of this lions game but uh you know, it's going to be an interesting show. Like I said, 151 plays of Darnold starting now. Uh, 74 coming this part. And then, like I said, uh, 77, I think, is the next part. So I think it's 151 total plays. So, obviously, this is his first play of his career uh, where the Jets are trying to run this, this throwback uh, this roll with, this, uh, with the fake Jets sweep, uh, roll out to the right and away from the throwback with uh, Powell going into the flat, who's working underneath the formation. And from the start of this play, it's actually it's it's actually it, it is disturbed. Um, you'd like to see more of a block on this defensive end right here, and because the defensive end penetrates into the backfield, Sam Darnold, who would really want to throw the ball here at this point, um, that's when he's supposed to throw it. Instead, he has to step up in the pocket and get past that um, that defensive end who's penetrating to to throw the ball. Now he still does make a, a throw a, a you know mistake with this throw. Um, just because you have the, you know, you have the the cloud corner right here, who's who's sitting in that curl to flat. He's cheating a little bit inside, but he has time to see that Donald is throwing this ball, and then obviously react on a on Powell, who's working up the sideline or going to be working up the sideline. And if anything, you'd want to see Donald uh, throw this ball on a rope. You know, lead him out here. Uh, don't float it. He never sees this defender, and he floats it up in the air, uh, which leads to the interception. Like I said, if he if he was to throw the ball on a rope and it and it hit him at the thirty five or so along the sideline. Um, that he still be uh, could have been completed, but like I said, first play of his career, they're trying to get an easy 
uh, completion of the sideline to Powell, and because of that, into that, because of that pressure, which you want to see, you want to see Shell get more of a hand check on that. And you'd also like to see, uh, I believe that's Sterling get more of a block on that. Yeah, that's Sterling. So you know, get more of his body into that, cut cut him off, and make him work past your body and your hips instead of just getting hands on him. But uh, because of, like I said, Donald want to throw the ball here. Take, has to take another couple seconds, uh, take a few hops, and and throw the ball right there, which leads to that. Um, interception on the very first play of his career, which is then returned for a touchdown, uh, which was fantastic with all the Jets haters out there. And I, the amount of text messages I got after that game was, or after that play was just absolutely brutal. But um, from watching his film at USC, from watching him even in the preseason, I knew that's not the type of quarterback he was going to consistently be. And uh, like I said, the play wasn't the cleanest from the offensive line, um, you know, as well, even though he could have made a better decision. Um, this play, I kind of put it in as just, these are moments that I realized that he was better than some of the past quarterbacks the Jets have had with guys like Sanchez, with guys like Geno and McElroy and even Fitzpatrick. How many times in the past did we see Jets quarterbacks fake this handoff? And especially on like the second, I think like second throw of his career. I think this actually was a second throw of his career. And where this defensive end um, right here, outside linebacker, the edge, not get cut blocked. Um, you know, he avoids the cup block. How many times did Jets quarterback throw this ball and it's intercepted? That happened so many times in Geno Smith's career, so many times in Sanchez's career. And honestly, just the fact that, that, that he threw this um, where he dirted it and didn't try to um, just, you know, throw the ball and fit it into a noon wall right there. Honestly, this, this is something that was worth noting for me. And you're going to see plays like this where I'm going to show some decisions um, that were positive, even if it's just a dirt like this, which is – you know, he, this is good after he obviously threw an interception. He's probably already a little bit panicked Monday night, his first game on the road. Uh, at that point, I'm sure it's, it's relatively loud, um, you know, in Detroit. So good decision right there, like I said. So next one we're going to look at mesh sit versus cover one hole. Oh, yeah, I remember this play. Okay, so another one of these mesh sit sets right here out of, out of this gun set um, with these stacked wide receivers with the reduced split. And like I said, mesh sit is typical mesh. You have the two unders, and you, you can have you can have we've talked about it before regular mesh. You have unders, which is from deeper. Um, you have overs, which is from which is deeper uh, mesh point from the outside guys, and you have deep mesh, which is the tight guys with the deeper mesh points. So that you have mesh right here with two inside guys with the sit or a snag over top. You can call it mesh snag, mesh mesh sit. Even though I do call this a snag route, it's, I still call it mesh sit. So. You have um, Sterling right there on the on that on the snag route, and Donald is looking. You can see it. Donald is looking. You know, in the middle of the field, he's reading that. He's reading this triangle right here, um, and he sees that the defensive back is playing over top, and, he, and his momentum is taking him inside. As soon as the guy's clear in the middle, he throws the ball to the outside shoulder um, of Sterling, and he's able to turn up and, and make another five yards out of it. So he sees the leverage. Like I said, if he was to throw this ball, you know, inside, it wouldn't be as good of a throw because his momentum's already taking him this way. So then maybe he could get the pass deflection. Even if he doesn't get the pass deflection, it's a tackle instead of instead of that, he picks up an extra um, five yards. I'll continue to play. You'll see it from the the end zone view. Um, and this is where I got I, I, I before I started doing the Sam Donalds when I learned how to pause it and then and then start it over. So you're gonna see it a lot better of a kind of film work for me here with uh, with no lag time. Um, in between, you could see he's reading the defense. You could see motions over Anderson. He starts to read the defense. See that somebody motions over with him. He knows it's man coverage. Uh, mesh. He sees this corner, like I said, playing over top and inside. 
hits him on the outside shoulder, turns up field for another couple of yards. Good awareness right there. Uh, good job of reading the defense, not panicking, um, taking what's open, leading him to the correct shoulder. Uh, let's see here. Doesn't see. Doesn't. Okay, let's see. Single back, another motion. Okay, so yeah, I remember this one. So he goes to throw this ball to Anderson. Uh, he doesn't want to throw this ball to Anderson. He, he sees that the defense is reacting to it. The defense is flowing that way. He knows it will only be a short completion. Um, he then continue, continues to read the field. And, you, and you'd see in the beginning of the, of the, of the season, his, his transitional footwork, he's, he's, he's more, he's, more uh, he's, not as, he's not as smooth as he was. It's not as clean as it was later in the year. Uh, he looks a little bit panicked even right here. Uh, you could tell by his feeder, he's not very comfortable. But like I said, this is very first game. He's 21 years old right here. Um, so after he comes off of Anderson, looks to the right side of the field, rolls out. He sees Tomlinson open, throws him, th- fires a nice ball on the run. And another good thing about this throw is too, he sees that this 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 uh, he sees the curl to flat zone right there, and he sees him reading him. And instead of throwing, like I said, one of those hospital balls, which a hospital ball or even just a stupid ball would be him to throw this ball outside. He throws the ball outside. It's a pass deflection. It's an interception. It's a bad hit. And instead of that, like I said, he's throwing inside shoulder because he knows the defender's outside. So that's two throws in a row um, that he's leading guys to the correct shoulder. And like I said, it's not, it's not something that seems big, but in the game when everything's ha- having a million miles per hour for your first couple throws of your rookie year to be like that, uh, it was very, very impressive to me. That's why I noted that down. Uh, continues to read the field. Let's see the fourth play. Or sorry, this is the fifth play. I brought up the wrong play. Oh no, sorry, we already on the fifth play. Run it through. Okay, so fifth play. Um, okay, this is where I say rips the ball. So you, this is this is one of those plays where actually earlier in the season I I thought this was um, you know, Anunwa's fault because he took the wrong angle, but Donald has to hit him right here, and the ball is it is far outside. Um, he has over top, so you want to see, you want to see him lead over top and outside, but it, the ball is too far outside right here. You can see it's, it's, it's a good, you know, let's say three yards off. Yeah, it does land five yards past him, but, uh, you have to take into consideration his, you know, his length and how, how tall he is. So he only, he misses him by two, three yards right here, um, overall. And the reason for that being the, the forework is not as clean. You see, he's not really driving through that. You see how the, the, the front foot plants too soon. You want to see more drive for that front foot. This was his his foot is planted already. You want to see you want to see more of the leg drive right here. This is a lot more upper body. This is a lot more of an upper body throw. You see this whole thing right here. Obviously, yeah, he rotates to the hips, but because his foot's planted, he's not able to fully lead on that front foot. So more arm. The more arm leads to him ripping the ball. Ripping the ball just really refers to him throwing the ball um, without you know his lower body, much more upper body. And you'd think, okay, well, you're not using, and I've said this before, you're not using both parts of your body, your lower and your upper to throw. So you're going to underthrow it. It's actually your body works in a way where it, it feels that happening, um, whether, it's, whether it's subliminally or, you know, you're, whatever, you're not thinking about it or, sorry, consciously or unconsciously, I should say, not subliminally. Um, and your, your body, your upper body tends to overcompensate for the lower body. So a lot of times when you see guys uh, plant their leg too soon, not, not, you know, have proper footwork, not drive to that front foot. Um, you know, etc. they tend to overthrow the ball, which happens right here, which I refer to as ripping the ball. So he rips the ball right there um, because of that. All right, next play. This is one where you see Darnold. You see the poise. You see the poise to keep his eyes downfield. You see the pocket movement. 
Um, you're going to see the accuracy on the run, even though it's a little bit off on this play, but still really nice play for a guy, uh, like I said, in his first game where, you know, drops back. He, he sees that pressure from that, from that TE stunt right here, uh, steps to the left to avoid it, keeps his eyes downfield. He doesn't see anything to the left that he wants to throw, uh, reads the middle of the field, doesn't see anything, uh, you know, tucks the ball down. And the important thing, too, here, um, when he's moving through the pocket and when he might have pressure around him, he has two hands on the ball. And I know the, the hands come off the ball right here, but there's no really pressure um, around him. So as he's running, as he's getting chased, uh, sees a Nunwa uncover, uh, throws the ball to, to a Nunwa on the run. Doesn't get as much rotation from the upper body as typical, but he's also, throw, he's also throwing well in a full sprint. Uh, gets the ball to Anunwa a little bit outside. And for Anunwa, you want to see this, this ball get caught cleanly. Um, it's a little bit outside, but the ball hits you in both hands. And a couple of years ago, this is called a not – this is not a completion, um, most likely. But still, like I said, the athleticism here, the, the poise to not panic under pressure, um, the athleticism, the pocket movement, the awareness in the pocket. So really, really nice play from, from Donald right there. This was like the first play where it's like, damn, like this is, this kid could be really good. Uh, minus the preseason, we saw a lot of plays versus, you know, the Redskins and the Giants and the, uh, the Falcons. He played, I don't, I don't know if he played a lot in the Eagles game, the fourth game. Um, but regardless, this, this is another play. This is a strong his athleticism where it's obviously a QB keeper. Uh, they run a pin and pull on the front side right here with, with the Nunwa and shell with, uh, with a Nunawa with a down block on the on the defensive end outside linebacker on the edge, and then then uh, you know you have Shell coming coming around and and blocking the the first threat, uh, threat to come across his face, and Darnold you know out outruns the uh, the defense for first down on on third and two. You never really seen this from from Jets guys you know in the past. Even though McCown can run and Fitzpatrick can run a little bit, but I think Darnold's a little bit more athletic than them. I don't want to see this a ton from him. Um, going into his you know second year, but it, I was just showing some of his athleticism, and I think Gase will use it a little bit, not not too much. You, you're going to see some read option, a little tiny tiny bit. You'll see some RPO, uh, which I believe this is an RPO. Yeah, you can see how the the, the backside offensive line is they're pass blocking, and then the front side of the offensive line is run blocking. Where again, you have like you have another like uh, you have like a pin and fold right here. Yeah, you have a, I would say this is a, you have a you have a down block, you have the folder. And then you have the arc block right here, um, arc block, or is a design block on that on that safety right here? Uh, but Donald, what Donald is reading, you'd see as he's handing the ball off. If that linebacker crashes down and takes the uh, running back, which he does, then you have a Nunwan that kick that, that quick slant. You're trusting Nunwan to win inside of a corner with outside leverage, which a Nunwan does. He hits him. Um, it's a little bit off again. The the throw again. You're not getting much leg. You see how you see how the front foot right here is not really driving through that that foot. He's just he's just on his tippy toes and he and he plants it down. So you'd like to see him, you know, with cleaner footwork right here. You know, cock that foot back, uh, that foot back and and lean through it. And you can see the foot is not really it's not placed the best. You can see his hallway is proper where the ball is getting thrown. Uh, the hallway is leading to where the ball wants to go, but this foot is is a little bit off. It's pointing you know this way. Uh, so you like to see the feet a little bit cleaner. Um, and the throw a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit better of a throw. It is a little bit low, but Inunua again it hits him in the hands and he, and he drops it. And this is one of the issues with Inunua where you see some of the hands drops. He makes a one fantastic throw uh, catch and then another one that is, you know, uh, not not clean. So like I said, he's reading that that middle linebacker. You'd see him right here reading that linebacker. He sees the linebacker crashing down. Reed automatically goes to Inunua, hit and you know he hits him accurately enough. But if that linebacker was now to sink in, sink in a hook. 
Then you have you have four on four. You're gonna trust that. You're gonna hand it off to Cruel, and then uh, that's the play right there. So a little bit of RPO read on the middle linebacker. Just like see a little bit cleaner feet, but at the same time, you you'd think that a guy like a Nunwa uh, should catch that, which which I would agree with. So play number nine. All right, so you have some pre-snap motion. Pre-snap motion generally is, you know, um, confused defense. It helps the quarterback ID the defense. So you're, there are some defenses where, you know, even if they are in man coverage, they will um, not have a guy follow him, and they'll just, they'll just mix up some of their coverages. Where now maybe the, the guy who was covering the two will cover the three. Um, the safety who wasn't covering any – sorry, like the guy who was covering the two was covering the three, whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out where they'll, they'll check some guys. Um, well, let's say, you know, in, in this situation, this is actually not a good example, but the guys will switch coverages where, you know, the safety now, or let's just say the, the one still has, the, or the outside corner still has the one, the, the, in, the slot corner still has the two, but now the safety who had the running back switches to the three who motioned over, and then the linebacker who was supposed to have the, the tight end on the opposite side switches over to the running back, and then, you know, it's you could do that doesn't happen as often it's not that easy to do depending on the situation uh but it, for the most part it does help quarterbacks id the defense you you have zone or zone if they don't follow or if they um yeah, if they don't follow then you have man if they do follow uh, for the most part like i said and this helps them identify the zone coverage you have you have cover three buzz right here where the safety who's showing a potential cover four maybe potential cover two um is he's he's in the box a little bit more and he's buzzing down into that into that that hook to seam, and the Jets on the play side right here are running a Texas they're in a Texas concept where you have the seam right here, guy who attacks the seam, and then the angle route underneath it from the backfield uh, doesn't actually have to be from the backfield. You have the angle route who attacks the middle of the field. So then Donald is going to read this this cover three buzz safety. If that cover three buzz safety stays um, and co and covers that guy up the seam, then guess what? He's on, open underneath. If he bites down too hard, then guess what? You have the seam before the safety comes versus cover three. So uh, he reads it properly. He sees that the, uh, the safety takes this, uh, the, the seam route. And Anunua gets hit, you know, for a uh, first down right there on the Texas concept. So I have it from the other um, angle as well. You see he's reading defense. He's going to be reading this cover three, the buzz safety right here, the middle of the field. Um, and he hits Anunua, so... Good job. I don't know why I said it with feet. I, I noted his feet in this place. Let me see. Pull this down. My feet were fine for the most part. You like to see the hallway maybe a little bit over, but um, that's that's fine. It doesn't have to be precise every time I'm playing with the feet. So, let's see. Shoulder fake. Oh, this is the first touchdown where I've told people. Oops. So, oh, damn. This is a long one. I recorded for 51 seconds in this play. So, um, the play is. I believe it's because of safety. The safety bit down hard, and Donald does sort of this little – you can see the little shoulder fake right here to the – to like the curl the flat, and it makes the defense bite up on that. Um, now, the ball is – it is underthrown. There's no way to get around it that uh, this ball should have been contested, and this is his first touchdown of his career to Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson makes an absolutely you know, fantastic play, uh, but you can see the little shoulder fake right here makes the safety jump down. And then he waits a little bit too long for me. Um, as soon as you see that safety jump down right here, throw the ball. He needs to get rid of the ball. He takes a couple extra like hitches because of it. So at this point, now get rid of the ball. So he, he, he waits a couple more steps. And again, you don't see a ton of, a ton of drive through that, through that front foot. You see a little bit, 
but it also is a little bit, instead of driving, you see how it's not really, the foot isn't going forwards. It's going more sideways right here. You see step in the bucket. So for like literally imagine, and this is kind of a way, which like I said, it's, it's, it's more horizontal than vertical, but imagine if there's a bucket right here and he's going to step into it. You see his, his foot's going to go up and over. You're stepping into a bucket. If it was placed into your, you know, the left side of that, of that lead foot, uh, obviously if you're a righty. So the ball is actually underthrown. I like the shoulder fake. I like the decision to throw the ball, um, but the ball is underthrown and uh, the, not the best mechanics. So at this point right here, this ball should be led outside and vertically, and this should be an easy catch for Anderson. But like I said, still the correct read. Uh, Anderson has to slow up and make a contested catch, which is, you know, it's obviously, it's obviously an absolutely fantastic catch from Anderson who looks at the ball, uh, rips the ball away, uh, tucks it in and makes the catch. So um, overall, like I said, it's, it's good and bad, good read, good shoulder fake right here. Bad job, terrible job of that cover two safety. He gets the ball to Anderson, which like to see a little bit more cleaner, a little bit more of a lead, but uh, still first touchdown of his career right there. All right, last play of the, of the uh, first game of his career with the Lions. And, you know, obviously uh, it's 150 plays. I don't think people would even want more than that. But he had more throws than that. But uh, about 10 or so plays-ish or a little bit more from, from each game. There's some more games where, like, the Texans game and the Packers game are recorded a lot because, man, those those games uh, were absurdly impressive. He He's going to be good. It's just – it is what it is. So, um the fake handoff roll out to the to the right side. The Jets run a a sail concept where you have the underneath, you have the intermediate, and then you have the deep read. Um, and he misses he misses Inunua right here. There's a, yeah he has a guy in his face, but Inunua in the NFL this is open. Uh, you have the safety who is working over top, or the corner who's working over top. He has outside leverage. This ball needs to be. Um, completed, uh, you know, definitely. There, there's no opinion, especially a guy who's better on the. He's, he's better on the run than this. This is the pass that he does not miss later in the year. Ball is too far outside, so he makes a proper read, um, but he just he, he misses the throw right there. So that was the last play of the uh, Dolphins game. Let's see what this one is. Oh, I remember this. I actually remember this play. So uh, three by one gun set. You have Donald who drops back. He gets some some pressure in the pocket. Uh, the pocket starts collapsing around him. You'd see that he he tucks the ball, two hands, which is important. He gets through that that point where he thinks he's going to be contacted. The arm comes off the ball, and he sees um, he sees Anunua. I think it's an is it Anunua or Powell. I I think it's a, I think it's Anunua who breaks on the out and up right here. So you have Anunua out and up um, against this man coverage right here. Anunua is able to get the. Um, he gets outside leverage, and then because the corner breaks hard outside, starts leaning, he's able to snap it back upfield. And Darnold throws the ball, which with this movement right here and, and with pressure in his face, he misses this by literally a yard. And that would have been a very, very impressive throw. Like I said, you have the Dolphins who blitz one, two, three, four, five, six guys. Six versus uh, – Six versus seven, but they still they are they are still able to to pressure him. Obviously, uh, big gap through this uh, through the a gap right here. Moves outside, has pressure right in his face. Um, throws off his back foot right here, and 
almost delivers what would have been a absolutely just fantastic throw right here. So I like to see, I like, I like to, listen, this is a plus in my book. He misses it by a yard, but you see the good pocket movement. You see the eyes down the field. You see the throw with the pressure in the face and you see the accuracy. Uh, even though he misses him by a quarter of a yard, I'm still going to say this is, this is generally accurate throw with a guy trailing a noon while like that. So I like that, that, that play by Donald, even though it wasn't incompletion, I'm, you know, there's, like I said, there's plays that are incompletions that are fantastic, and there's plays that are going to be completions that I thought were bad throws. So, um, right here, this is the interception by by Donald. You have um, the Jets who run this like this this Panther concept with uh, the two slants, even though Robbie Anderson might run more of an in route. Um, so I'm fine with the decision by Donald because as he drops back and he starts to read the inside. You have Minka Fitzpatrick, who's in this like robber role. He's going to take anything that's passing his face. He's reading the defense. He's, he doesn't really have any design role right here, so he's a robber. And if Donald was to stay inside and he just trusted Nunwa, if his eyes were to stay inside, Minka Fitzpatrick keeps moving. I, I believe it's Minka Fitzpatrick, at least. He keeps moving inside. You have, you have a Nunwa open. But the problem with this throw is Donald reads the middle. He comes to this side. Donald needs to get rid of the ball here. Listen, his hips are opened outside. He's over top. You know a Nunwa is going to win inside, so the ball should be getting here right about now or right about here, either here or here, a little bit inside. The problem with Donald is he stares down a little bit and he waits too long and tries to tries to lead him. He needs to throw this ball as he's breaking right there. Throw the ball. Nobody's going to get to him right here. So late, too late of a throw. He stares it down a little bit and it it ends up being a uh, was it a pick six? I, I forget if it's a pick six. No, I don't think it was a pick six. But uh, like I said, at this point. Read inside, reads that that robber, eyes come over, throw the ball now. But he throws the ball now. You see that just that second, um, it hurts him. So a pick for what might have been six or I, I forget exactly if it was six or not. But uh, regardless, I don't think it was. I think it was by the goal line. Like I said, I could be wrong. But if I was, who cares? So next play. All right. Yeah, so this is another one of those good plays where I, I like this from Darnold, where you have, um, again, this looks like it's going to be. Um, I'm not going to try to even designate the coverage right now because it could, it could be cover three um, with a little bit of man principles in it, but it could be also cover one. It could be a split. I'm not going to try to stare at this forever. I could have looked before where I, what I labeled it as, but like I said, there's, there's play, there are plays where I have to literally look, um, as a play, you know, 15 times to see what the coverage is and start reading all the keys and what guys are supposed to do. But regardless of what the coverage is, you have, um, Kiko Alonso, who's in his exit angle to the sideline right here. Uh, you have, you have, Donald, who sees that, and again, it's one of those throws where the placement matters. If he was, if he's the lead product prior inside right here, and he's to lead him right into Kiko Alonso, either one, the ball is incomplete, or two, which is the ball is incomplete, and and he gets rocked by Alonso, which could have injured him. So um, you see him right here as he drops back. He he and he know, he knows that uh, Kiko Alonso is on his exit angle. You see him right here. He's looking at. Um, Kiko Alonso, he sees that prior is open. He checks inside again. You see this right here, that motion. Alonso, you'll see it reads outside, checks back inside, this little head motion, and then he throws the ball low and away from that pressure. Um, so, yeah, he has to sit down and catch this ball, but he avoids him getting absolutely just demolished by Alonso. So, really, really good decision by Donald right there. Uh, 
yet again. This one I labeled it as whip on ball. Let's see what I mean. Because I don't know what I mean yet. Single back, uh, 12 personnel. You have the uh, – yeah, there's – so. So like plays like this, like this is not one of his most impressive throws of the season. We have the naked play action, like the bootleg right here. And as he's as he's turning around, you know, obviously he's back to the defense. He's blind for this, you know, for from right here all the way till he goes to, to roll out. He's he's blind. As he's turning that corner, he sees uh, ninety four in his face right there, which I believe is uh, was that Quinn. And instead of rolling out and continuing on that rollout, plants hard sees uh, Robbie Anderson open, and he chucks the ball. And it hits Anderson. This is a, that's a good whip. You can see the good spiral right there. Really, really clean ball. Hits him, and then Anderson does end up thumbing the ball because he holds the ball too loosely right here. But I'll play it in full speed. You can see this. is not an easy throw to plant like this and kind of hop off of that front foot to that back foot. Your pressure's on your back foot. He gets a little step in, and a drive in that lead foot. Um, but really, really tight spiral right here. Good, good placement, good read with pressure in his face. So, Nice play from him. Obviously, like I said, it ends up being a fumble uh, by Anderson right there, though. All right, next play, still versus the Dolphins. This is where you see <clears throat> some of the panic. Oh, let me – I'm hoping I didn't mess up and not share any of these plays. But if I did, it might have been, you know, a play or two. But uh, I don't think I did. So you have the Dolphins who, again, drop into this cover three buzz. You have the Jets who run this uh, – the Hoss concept on the on – the, you know, bottom of the screen right here where you have the, the hitch, which can be cut short um, depending on the coverage by the, by the hitch route, you know, or it could be look like more of a stop. But you have the seam, and the guy attacked the seam, and then you have, like I said, the, the short uh, stop or the short hitch. And it, you, you have Donald who panics right here. He drops back and reads in the middle of the field. He comes to the right side of the field. He, sees, he feels a little bit of pressure, and he looks to the right before really reading to the right. You can see him right here. He comes to the right and just, just cocks the ball back. He needs to see this because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you have the cover three. So you have this guy who's outside and he's going to drop back. So then you need this, uh, this slot corner to, to come and cover that curl to flat. So he's on his angle angle. He gets the reroute on the, um, on the number two right there, which is nice as he's working out to the outside. And Donald never sees him working to the outside and looking back at Donald. Donald throws the ball um, with no leg drive. He just He's throwing it from a, from a just all arm right here, so it's not going to have very good velocity on it. And Anderson saves him right here. Uh, this could have been a pick six if Anderson didn't contest it. Anderson uh, was able to bat the ball down. So Anderson plays defensive back for Donald right there. So that's a panic. That's not a good throw um, at all. Uh, and, and listen, it's first down too. So don't, you don't need to panic like this. Uh, and if, and if I, in my personal opinion, if he's reading the middle of the defense, just hit Powell right here. Powell's open, um, coming out of the backfield and it's an easy, you know, it's an easy five yard gain. Even if he just catches, catches the ball and gets tackled, uh, maybe even 10 yard gain right here. Uh, so I mean, not five to 10. So it's an easy five yard gain, maybe 10 yard gain with yak. Look how much room he has. So he missed Powell and he panics and throws the ball to, uh, to uh, Anderson, who saves him, like I said, plays defensive back right there because he never saw the the other defensive back on his angle, angle so that curled the flat. So um, this is a good play from from the Jets or from Sam Donald. They drop into um, one of their cover two looks where they drop down that, that that safety right here. Could be cover three with that guy just squatting as well, but still a good decision from from Donald who drops back out of empty uh, two by two by three empty. Now, maybe he could have hit prior right here. Uh, I'm not going to nitpick on that. And maybe he could have hit prior here, but he's not reading that side of the field anymore. So I really don't think he could have ever hit prior, to be completely honest. Uh, drops back, reads the middle of the field, reads the left, 
Uh, actually, sorry, he reads the left, then he reads the middle, then he comes back to the right, doesn't see anything he likes at this point, is around a slant flat, um, comes back to the left, rolls out, uh, as he sees he has room out to the outside, rolls out to the left, and he has nothing to throw, nothing to throw, nothing to throw, and he sees Herndon working up the sideline right here. Uh, Herndon has good connection with Donald right here. He stops, Donald fires it in, and he hits Herndon right there on the sideline uh, for the completion right there. So nice play by Donald to not, not panic and keep his eyes down the field, uh, create some space for himself, and wait for a guy in Chris Herndon to um, uncover for that catch right there. This is – okay, so takes the ball, uh, like fakes with his body to that smoke route right there from Tomlinson. Or not, sorry, not from Tom, Tomlinson, from Pryor. I, in, in my personal opinion, this being first down and there only being one guy over there for, for Powell to beat for a potential first down or a touchdown, maybe the linebacker he works over – my personal opinion, just take this. Just take, just take this flat right here. Um, trust Powell to break one tackle versus defensive back, which he most likely does. Um, but he doesn't hit that. So he misses that read, in my opinion. When he comes back over to this side of the field, this, this, you have this, uh, the defensive back, uh, linebacker, whatever he is, intermediate. But I also believe that if he, got his, if he got his feet and stepped up, he could have hit Anderson right here. If he throws this ball low, um, and leads him a little bit. This could be a touchdown from Anderson. So I believe he also missed this this read from from uh, from Anderson. I will never ever know if he meant to throw this ball away or if he actually saw Nunwal because his eyes flash to the right side so quickly, and he just chucks the ball up. When he goes to chuck the ball up, this this corner is right here, and he can most likely play it. So as the ball is in the air, I, I think that the, or the, the the safety defensive back thought that he was throwing it to Anderson, and Donald just chucks it up. Maybe he meant to throw it to Anunwa and knew that was going to happen. I really could not tell you. That is one play I, I would be completely guessing. It looks like his body language, he's just going to chuck this ball out of the end zone, and uh, Anunwa ended up right there. So he missed the throw. He missed the read. Um, like I said, I think he could have hit flat. He, I think he could have hit Anderson right here on that slant. If he threw the ball right here um, to Anderson, just let him a little bit low. You don't want to leave him too far into the safety. Uh, but he chucks the ball up right here to to a Noonwall or throw it out of the backfield, uh, out of the back of the end zone, and, and it doesn't hit a Noonwall. But like I said, I'll never know. That's that that was a hard play to. I watched it a million times. I I don't know. Uh, I can't get in their heads all the time. Oh yeah, he definitely meant to throw it to Noonwall. Uh, that's what a biased fan says. But you know, he uh, regardless, he missed them. So you have the. Okay, so you have another sale concept right here. Like I said, the Dolphins uh, ran this a lot last year too. We have you have you have flood and sale where it's like a little bit of a uh, – actually, it's not a switch. They're just they're, they're lined tight right here in a stack. And you have the flood, which um, – the flood ends up being the intermediate. So – sorry, the outside guy. So in a flood, you, you, know, you have Anderson work up the sideline right here. He breaks on the curl on, on the curl to stop. And then you have Anunwa who works on the corner. He's the deep read where the sail, you have the, the vertical from the outside. For the most part, it could be different, but you have the vertical from the outside, the, the intermediate uh, corner – uh, route or the out route um, is from the second guy and then the inside guy runs the flat in both of those scenarios. Like I said, it could be a little bit different. You have guys working for different parts. But I'm talking about you know generic type um, sales and floods. So you have the sale concept right here. And Donald, I, I like this decision from Donald for, for one big reason. That he sees an Ununwal right here, uh, most likely he's reading the middle of the field. I really like this decision because at this point, if this corner you know, is aware and he's looking back to the cornerback, back to the quarterback. If he throws this ball as he's breaking, if he throws the ball here, what can this corner do? He can peel off this, lay a big hit, interception, pass deflection. So I like how Darnold takes that extra second right here. So he, 
He's, he wants to throw it here. He sees this corner outside. He, he waits for this corner to carry the vertical. Um, he, you know, extra hitch right here, extra, you know, extra hesitation. Throws the ball to um, Nunwa for the completion right there. So really, really good decision by Donald. I, I, I like that uh, play from him. Play 20. This is the interception, the second interception of the game, which people don't, you know, they just look at the stats. Oh, this didn't happen. You have no idea. Which, honestly, there was throws where Donald should have been intercepted where he wasn't. There was throws that shouldn't have been interception, uh, interceptions at worst. So it kind of bounces out. Um, but overall, like I said, still very, very impressed with his uh, rookie season for the most part. And uh, you got to understand he's, he's, you know, he's 21 years old, three-by-one gun. Um, you have Anderson on the deep over. And then you have the scissors concept to the top right here where you have the uh, – the corner route and you have the the deep slant post throughout right there from prior and when he's reading this when Donald's reading this he sees the man he sees the uh the man coverage to the top right there with two guys on him and he knows at this point they're going to carry uh we have man you have man you have two guys in intermediate like a cover one hole right here and what he was he what he's reading like I said is man coverage to the top he knows that this corner is going to ca carry him outside and he sees prior with inside leverage on this, on this defensive back at a certain point, you can't see guys open um, for, for some plays. You have to trust that they will be open, you know, based on leverage and the coverage. And he sees him inside right here. He trips and prior, regardless if you think he didn't give up on this player or not prior came out after the game and said he, he gave up right here. He doesn't continue his route. You see him right here. This, this whole portion after he trips, he needs to continue to drive and, and maintain inside leverage on that defensive back. He gives up on the play, and it's a really impressive interception for the defensive back. But Darnold made the right read. He sees him with inside leverage. He sees a big guy with long arms who should be able to maintain that inside leverage. He throws the ball and gets intercepted because uh, you have a guy who gave up on a play, which you never want to see. This next play is one of the plays where he missed <clears throat> another guy that he wouldn't have missed earlier in the season. You have Anderson in motion. He runs that wheel route from that motion, that over motion. And then you have the post-wheel concept, the post or the in which – there's there there's there's a lot of option routes in the NFL. Uh, now, based on coverage, you know, I'm going to assume that if this guy was playing um, inside, there was no there. I sorry, he was playing more underneath, and there was no uh, inside guy right here. That Inunua continues to run the post. If there is a guy playing over top, he sits it down. So I'm gonna call it a post wheel concept with that inside set option. And this is a play where yeah, Donald does hit um, you know Inunua down the field. And, you know, it's a little bit high. He has to jump for it, extend for it. So you want to see a little bit easier of a pass and a little bit easier of a catch uh, by, by Nunua. But with this, you have um, a throw that because of this post, that inside, that, that inside stem of Nunua, he disrupts that, def that defensive back. I would like to see him continue to read both these guys. At this point, when you see this defensive back inside of him, of him and you know Anderson's speed, you see this corner. Um, who is you know a yard deeper than Anderson, but to cover this this ground right here to him is is near it's impossible. I don't care what the corner is in the in the NFL. Anderson's too fast. Uh, if you have four three four three with both guys right here, uh, this guy's still not going to be able to get over to to um, Anderson. So at this point, I think he need, not at this point. He need, I think he needs to. He needs to lead Anderson, you know, to the sideline right here. Uh, most likely, it's like a ninety-yard touchdown. But he throws the ball to Anunwa, and you know, yeah, it looks good because it's a it's a twenty-yard completion or, or whatever it may be. But he also missed a ninety-two-yard touchdown that he should have hit, um, in my opinion, right here. So, 
uh, that connection developed later in the season, and um, he wouldn't miss that in, later in the season, I don't believe. But like I said, there's going to be bad plays. There's going to be good plays. It's, it's a rookie year of a quarterback. Uh, if you thought it was going to be 150 plays of positive, you came to the wrong place. So um, drops back. He feels some pressure, uh, spins out of the pressure, even though there wasn't a ton around him. Um, and he eventually sees on this like Y cross concept um, where you have the, the Y from the opposite side cross the side of the field with the vertical carrying the, uh, the deep safety. We have the uh, cover three look from the Dolphins. Herndon ends up being open. Donald sees him, throws the ball, perfect, perfect pass um, as he escapes that pressure on the move. And he drops it in there over the linebacker's head, puts it right on it, right on him. But Herndon uh, ends up dropping it right here. So, like I said, you're gonna see him feel some pressure right here. Rolls out of it um, as he sees this flash of. You see as he's stepping up right here. He sees that flash right there inside. You see him right there. Look, he sees two guys inside. Flash, rolls outside, keeps his eyes downfield. Um, sees Herndon, puts it in the perfect spot, but Herndon does not look the ball. And you see how he goes to turn his head before he looks the ball in. So uh, ends up being a drop, but perfect play from, from Darnold, definitely. So uh, next play. Let's see here. Third and five throw with pressure. Another empty uh, three by two. Yeah, this is a nice throw. You'll see from the other angle too. So he feels some pressure, steps into the pocket, reads the zone coverage defense. With guys a little bit in his face, he's not fully able to step into the throw, and he delivers a nice ball. And you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about from the other angle as well. So, um, like I said, three by two empty set right here. And Donald's reading the defense, reading the defense, reading the defense. He sees Pryor <clears throat> um, inside of these two zone coverages. And like I said, this is not the most impressive throw he's ever had, but it's still an impressive throw to know he's not leading him outside because of Kiko. He's not letting him inside because of Jones, and he puts it right on him between the two zones right here with pressure in his face. And like I said, he's literally throwing as he's an army. He's got, you know, he can't fully extend into that throw, so he's throwing uh, with his arm hitting the back of a lineman, and it, and it hits uh, prior with good, pretty good zip on it too for that kind of throw, like I said, without being able to drive through um, your lower body right there. So good throw by him, good read uh, for sure. So good job reading, reading leverages, et cetera. Um, Donald, 24, could have thrown. Let's see what this one is. This is one of the plays he takes a sack, which even here, you still see the low snap. See the low snap? And he keeps his eyes up while catching it. But, damn, Spencer Long was so bad at sometimes last year. Um, drops back, reads the middle of the field, reads left. Um, what I would have liked to see right here is a step up. And he needs to hit McGuire right here. At this point, this safety is – or defensive back, whatever he is, is, is squatting. And – McGuire has that inside leverage one and he's and he's underneath so at, at this point just hit him right here uh jump past whatever it may be maybe can't step up into it because there's some pressure around him uh but he needs to hit McGuire he, he doesn't hit McGuire even right here if he cocks back he could still lead McGuire to that hash right there and uh hit him but he cocks the ball back and he ends up taking a sack um where later in the season I don't think that that ends up happening but this play, I put absurd throw. This is one of those plays where, listen, if this was later in the year, uh, not later in the year, if this was completed, this is going down as one of his top plays uh, in, in, in his season. And it's third and 22. The Jets are down in the game. You can see the game situation. You know, it's 20 to 6 uh, with 10 minutes left in the, what's it, the fourth quarter right here. Yeah, fourth quarter, third and 22. So he needs to make something happen right here. And he feels some pressure from the inside as he drops back. He reads the defense. Um, 
Pryor ends up, you know, getting behind this defensive back and he makes one of the better throws you'll, you will see. Um, you'd see him right here. He's reading Pryor. He's not just, he's not just throwing the ball away. He sees Pryor with the, with the leverage right here. He sees the safety coming over top. He throws a dart into him. And, yeah, it's a tough throw. And guess what? It's a damn risky throw that you don't want to see in, a, in the first quarter, maybe even the second quarter if it's a close game. But third and 22 um, from the – you know, from the 37-yard line, when you're down 14 points, people say, oh, well, just throw the ball away or scramble for a field goal. What does three points do for you when you're still be down two possessions with 10 minutes left? Not, it doesn't do anything. So uh, he makes a ridiculous throw on the run right here, which it hits prior in both of his hands. And you know, people are going to say, and I had people come back at me at Twitter, oh, he should have, you know, it's a hard throw to make. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a easy, or not, sorry, it's a difficult catch to make. Listen, man, you're in the NFL you get open, the ball squirts right through his hands right here. And why does that happen? Because his hands aren't tight. You need to see his hands more in that diamond formation. Um, and you need, to, you need to catch this ball. You're an NFL receiver. Um, the ball does not get deflected. It floats right over that defensive back hands. This is a ridiculous throw by Darnold. Ridiculous to float it over the guy on the run, throwing the ball, th whatever, 30, 40 yards. How far does this ball go in the air? From the 45, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, like about almost 40 yards, 35, 40 yards, and it hits the guy in the hand, hits him in the hand, squirts through his hands. Absurd throw uh, in this situation, and it's dropped. And oh, it's a hard catch. Hard catch, yeah, maybe, but is it a catch that needs to be made? For sure. So, really, really good play by Donald right there. All right, now we get into the Browns game. Yep, you get to the Browns game, where, which was the first game I think Donald uh, – this is the first game he really struggled. Uh, the first game versus the Lions, uh, overall pretty well. Uh, the Dolphins game that I just showed, yeah, he had some bad plays, but he also had some, some good plays as well. So that was like an okay game. This was his first bad game um, of the year for, for me. So – I don't know why I labeled it third, third and three minus 14 in first half. I don't know. But um, regardless, the Jets run a you know, mirrored, mirrored Panthers, which like I said, Panthers is two slants. You can call it double slants, but it's mirrored because it's on both sides of the field. You have two by two gun. They both run Panther, mirrored Panther concept. And this is a force from Donald. Uh, he drops back. He reads the middle of the defense and he looks inside, looks outside the prior. This, this defensive back has one inside leverage and is driving hard inside. If anything, lead him outside and low again, where, where he gets to fight against his momentum. So if he, if he leads him outside and low, he can sit down and catch this for a first down on third and three. Um, or so, so, it's, so, it's, so I guess it's supposed to be third and three, uh, 13, 14 minutes in first half left to go. I, I don't know. Um, but he needs to throw it either you know down here. But prior again, you know, listen, at this point, it's a race to the ball, so maybe it's make contested catcher break it up. I don't like how Pryor just stops his route right here, um, and it almost leads to interception right here. Uh, the only reason it doesn't is because, um, you know, number 39 drove too hard in front of Pryor. Uh, if he continued to drive like this, instead of trying to cut off uh, Pryor, it's an easy interception. So Donald forces right there, not the best read, um, you know, at all. So next play. I said he misses Anderson. Uh, I believe this is another sale concept that they ran a lot. Trip set, uh, you know, tighter split trip set. We call it tight trips. Another, you, know, so you have a sale concept. Uh, even though this is like a flag route, you have a flag, a corner, and that uh, 
and that uh <clears throat> you know that short out route that like speed out from um Anunua, and it ends up being that three level read again with pri- you have prior deep anderson intermediate and then um Anunua short and this is a, this is a miss from from uh from Donald Wild wow, blanking out his name. So I like he throws the ball out of bounds right here. And I know there's some pressure in 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 the pocket, like it's collapsing a little bit around him. But reading this defense, one read that linebacker for the people who've been watching this show, you can tell me what coverage this is for the most part. You know, most of you can, I would think, after seeing this linebacker open to the strength with his hips open like this and two deep safeties. It's Tampa two. So um you know that a Nunwa, if you're, you know, you know the play before, you know a Nunwa, you know, uh, coming in that flat and occupy that curl to flat, and you know that the deep safety, the deep half safety is going to be taking that that flag route, corner route. Anderson's going to be open, and even if you didn't, you know, just based on the on the play versus that coverage, um, you should know that. And then as the play is happening, look at look at the space right here. Look at the, he needs to hit this, so he needs to step up. He needs to realize this uh, this coverage right here. I need to hit Anderson right there for what would be a, you know, a what a five, 10, 15, 20 yard gain at the minimum, probably turn into 30, 35 yard gain. So uh misplay by uh, Donald on that one. Next one uh, was another miss throw. Like I said, the first three, three plays of this game were pretty negative uh, roll. You have a rollout. You have this like another three level read right here. I'm not necessarily going to call it a, uh, eh, I'm not going to call it necessarily a sale because it's kind of coming from weird places. This is more of a, this is more of like a uh, overs. I'm gonna call this overs, where you have the you have the like the flat from the uh, guy the sifter, and you have two over routes, uh, the short over, the deep over, and that's called overs. It's a levels concept, but it's uh, called overs. So this is a play where he misses another open receiver. Um, one, the throw is not good, and I understand that you know you have 51 underneath right there. He needs to either float this and put it outside, uh, or sorry, he can't float it too much because there's that defensive back out there, but. He puts it inside, which almost leads to an interception by 53 is Schobert, maybe, I think. But, obviously, minus that, I don't want to see him throw this ball. Look how open uh, Herndon is right here. Again, pa- he panics right here. He thinks he sees the guys open, but just take that extra split second to, to read and see Herndon on the deep over, which would have been a massive completion from Darnold. So, another missed throw from uh, Darnold in this Browns game. Next play uh, is a really impressive play, I believe. Yeah, fix the fix the handoff as he's as he's blind. You know, you have that uh that pressure from the you have the pressure from the the C gap on us. Give me two seconds. All right, sorry about that. I had somebody knocking at my door, so I had to see who it was. Um let me start this play again that I was just talking about. So all right. Um yeah, Donald. You have Donald rolling out. Like I said, he's blind. You have the pressure from the C gap. Um, he sees this is, and this is showing some athleticism, obviously, by him. Uh, he sees that pressure, plants hard with that inside foot, drops his weight. Again, another stop step. Jump cuts around it. You see, he just bare, like Olay's that hand right there. You have the Olay of the hand. Uh, keeps his eyes downfield right here. Rolls out to the right. He feels more pressure, more pressure, more pressure. He's waiting for somebody to uncover something to hit. Um, he gets wrapped up around his legs and then he sees Crowell with outside leverage and, and underneath leverage of the defensive back throws the ball up. It's risky. Um, but damn impressive. Now what I'd like to see, you know, lower and outside. Yes. But 
um, making this throw when a guy's literally wrapped around your waist and, you know, just showing the athleticism that he did, which I'll show it in, in full speed so you can appreciate it a little bit more. Uh, really, really impressive right there, even though it's a little bit risky. But uh, Donald's going to be that guy, I think, even over his career. Where there's going to be some – I don't think he's ever going to be a low, low interception guy. I think his career average, you're going to see him float around like 10, maybe 10 to 12 because he's going to take some risk that other quarterbacks don't because of kind of the his his body and his ability affords him to do so where he can take some risk because of of how he is with the, with the ball and how he can throw the ball in the run and – throwing it from uneven platforms and off his back foot and uh, the accuracy he has. So another play right here, you see him drop back. He feels some, some pressure, uh, which Crowell, just a piss poor attempt to cut this guy. He, he doesn't want to touch him. Uh, the guy avoids him, but really, really poor attempt. You need to attack both thighs, you know, in the midpoint, like like dive at his crotch basically. And um, Crowell is a piss poor pass blocker all year. So you don't looking to the right. He feels that pressure. Steps up through that B gap, um, keeps his feet clean somehow, uh, even though he looks like he trips a little bit. Uh, keeps his eyes downfield, sees that the linebacker uh, pressures him, and is able to float it over his head. Boom! Completion to uh, Cruel. So I'll play that in full speed again, so you can see it. Uh, appreciate more of the athleticism in the pocket that he has, keeping his eyes downfield, keeping his feet clean, um, delivering the ball you know accurately um, on the run. Another really good play. Next five plays are all versus the Browns. Then we get into the Jaguars game, which he struggled again. Um, like I said, there's positives, obviously, in here, but he's playing good defenses with not the best talent around him, and also he didn't have the best offensive coordinator, not even close to the best. Um, so you have, you have the Jets, another gun set, two-by-two, two, um, with two you know stacks of the, of the wide receivers. And you have the spot concept right here, which is again, it's another it's another triangle read, um, where you have the inside, you have the inside snag, you have the corner, and you have the underneath, um, and ends up in a triangle. For the most part, this one doesn't end up in a clean triangle, but so I like the decision by Donald to throw to um, Anunwa, but he needs to hit Anunwa here. You know, as this defensive back gets outside leverage and maintains outside leverage on this flat, because he sees uh, Crowell gets in the flat, he needs to deliver the ball here you know throw the ball here as he's about to break and turn around to you as you know this, this linebacker is coming inside so he holds the ball for a second too long and he puts the ball in a good area but he he just takes that 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 quarter of a second too long um to throw the ball where he needs to throw it like i said here instead of here so um not the best decision but this is stuff that, that gets cleaned up later in the um in the season so uh, this play, another two-by-two two gun. You have the mirrored pole concepts right here where you have the uh, the two guys, the inside guys are running seam routes and then the outside guys run, you know, comebacks, outs, could be curls, could be stops. But uh, pole is just basically, um, it's a shorter hoss concept that I talked about before. So Donald drops back. He, he reads the, um, the defense of this, you know, another cover three buzz that they run right here. And... I like the read on the on the top of the screen right here because he sees that this linebacker, or his defensive back, whatever it is, I think it's a, it's a, it is a uh, number fifty one. So I like that Donald reads that he is covering the seam route. So he's 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 in the curl of the flat, but he ends up covering the seam route a little bit too far. Covers the seam route a little bit too far, 
Donald sees that he's cover easy. Like I said, he's covering that. His hips are open um, to the inside, so it's gonna be really hard for him to break outside on that uh, on that comeback from. Uh, I think it looks like curse, and he hits him to the sideline. So, good decision right here to to read that 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 hips of the uh, of the linebacker deliver a nice ball to to curse on the sideline right there. Next play up, a beautiful pass. Fourth and ten. 146 left. Yeah, that's uh doesn't get much nicer than this. So you have the Browns running running a soft cover two um on this third down play. He sees that, you know, Curse is on that stop route. He knows that this linebacker right here is working from the inside and over top. So if he's gonna be able to be able to contest the ball well, it's a, it's a ball that's to the inside because he's breaking on the inside. Donald leads the uh, the receiver and curse to the outside. So, like I said, if the ball is here or maybe even right on curse, it's a pass deflection. But because he throws the ball, you know, outside of that, and yeah, curse makes a fantastic catch, but it's it's in tight coverage. So that's what's kind of required by a receiver. Um, you know, your quarterback delivers it in the right area. You could see how close the def- the, the the linebacker is to to deflecting this ball if it was on the inside. Um, and yeah, like I said, curse makes a fantastic catch, but really, really good decision by Donald on where he leads him. Like I said, fourth and 10 in the fourth quarter, uh, good throw right there that um, some quarterbacks can't make it outside good zip on it. So next play, ban interception, panic. Yeah, this is one of his worst ones of the season, um, in, in my opinion. So you have, you have Curse again in the middle right here, just running a stop uh, snag. It's a little bit more vertical. It's called a stop. And he needs to see, again, what coverage are they running? You have the, you have the, you have the Tampa two right there, especially Greg Williams defensive. One of the issues I have with his defense, I think he shows cover two. Um, I think he plays cover two a lot and you can see it looks like cover two with this, this, you have the guy who's going to, you know, um, take away the weakness of that cover two in that post area. He's a little bit deeper than the other linebackers, which is giving away uh, cover two in my opinion. And he needs to hit curse here. Here, 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 and he throws the ball way too late. If you, if the court, if the receiver is throw is seeing you throw the ball, it is already way too late, and he still doesn't throw the ball because he gets some pressure, and then, you know, he drops back from that from that pressure a little bit and just throws the ball in in the middle of two guys, two Browns defenders. So really bad decision. He needs to get rid of the ball. Uh, he has a window of like two seconds. You know, one, two, throw the ball, and he just he just does not do it. Uh, doesn't see him and. Uh, the ball gets intercepted and it looks and when he drops him back and you see it too it does look like he's looking at cursor here he's looking 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 sees him right here even if you know even if his eyes were to the outside right here his head snaps back inside he can still throw the ball right here and he doesn't do it and then uh like i said he just he just panics and just gets rid of the ball and boom it's a it's an e- uh, easy interception for the for the browns uh, linebackers so was not a big fan of that one Okay, let's see this next throw. I said throw on dig. I believe – will this decrease concept? No, it's just an isolated dig on the backside right here. Um, could call it a – you know, regardless whether it's, a, whether it's a post that he cut short because of the overtop guy or a dig that he, that he cut a little bit more vertically because the underneath guys. Um, Donald sees this. He sees the linebacker, you know, squatting right here, and he delivers a – fantastic ball uh, now on this play yeah you know it is a lot of room so we should hit this but the linebackers only you know only has three yards of difference in terms of like vertical leverage on uh the receiver um as he's breaking and he leads them 
and he throws it over top of that linebacker. Really, really, really nice throw from Donald, you know, a good 30 yards uh, down the field. And again, it's not from a good base. You see it here, his feet are a little bit panicky. He's not, he, his back foot's not the cleanest. He gets his front foot pointed and he drives forward on it. But uh, this is not clean mechanics. And this is just the decision, like, and you can see the panic a little bit in his shoulders and his body. But his natural arm talent just to get balls into place. And there are throws I'll show you. There, there, there are throws I've already shown you in this review that show him missing throws because of his mechanics. But uh, for the most part, he still delivers good balls with those bad mechanics. I felt he cleaned it up a little bit towards the end of the season. But this is just natural arm talent right here to, 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 uh, to deliver that ball. You see it floated in, right it over top. Really good spiral. Really good touch on that ball. Bam. So, uh, which leads to a, you know, a solid gain for – uh, prior on that one. All right, now we get into the Jaguars game. Let's see here. Play action. <clears throat> you have the uh, the slant flat concept right here. And again, nothing crazy, but he feels pressure off his right side. He sees, you could see him read the left side of the field. He doesn't want to throw this ball because the linebacker is here. As he sees the linebacker breaking down on the flat, he steps up, delivers the ball, um, good location and a good zip on it um, inside. So that you see him read the linebacker. He breaks out, boom, hits a Nunois. So good play. Next play, 37. Bad decision. Uh, I, this is a play. Uh, yeah, this is a play where Herndon makes a ridiculous throw right here. Where you have the uh, you have the switch verticals concept, uh, switch streak seam concept, and another play action. Steps up from the pressure. I don't like his decision to throw this ball like this. Um, yeah, he has pressure and he gets hit. And like I said, he was abused this game. But floating the ball up in this scenario where number 21, uh, which is Boye, is over top to float the ball up right here. You're just putting it up one-on-one. -on -one. Don't love the, this decision early in the game. Um, the cornerback, you know, misplays it. Uh, Anunwa makes a ridiculous throw right here, but it is called back. I believe it's because of holding on. Let's see who it is on. On Beecham. Yeah, it's on Beecham. So, uh, not a good decision. Uh, when a guy over top like that and just chucking the ball up, I did not love that. Even though, you know, it would have been a great completion, looked great, wasn't a good decision. So, uh, this is the – was it an interception or it was not an interception? Let's see if they actually intercepted. Yeah, so interception here from Darnold. Um, so, again, he makes, he makes a, a good read right here where you have, um, you know, like the China concept of that with that corner and the slant, deep slant. So decision's fine. The decision's fine to throw this ball um, to Powell, but you need to throw the ball, you know, you need to put it on him, maybe lead him a little bit inside, but you got to throw it with some whip because of safety right here. And what happens is because he has pressure in his face, which like I said, you know, listen, he's a rookie. He needs help around him. As we talked about with him not having help around him, it didn't help his game. And maybe this ball is completed if he had more help from the offensive line. I'll show you why in a second. Because he drops back, he reads the left, he reads the middle of the field, he looks back left, and he's not sure what to do. But he's not able to step through this throw because he has some pressure in his, in his face. You see how there's, there's no drive off of that front foot. I talked about before when you don't have the drive off that front foot and you're, he's throwing with really there's, – there's not a lot of hip torque right here. There's a little bit, but not a ton of hip torque and uh, even upper body torque. Um, he has an elbow tight, which is, which is good. But he's not, not able to step through. When you're not able to step through, you overcompensate. Throws the ball right over Powell's head. And it's an um, interception right there from uh, 39's Gibson, I think. So 
not a good play um, from him just because of his footwork. But again, then again, if he had a cleaner pocket, he could step through his throw. Maybe, maybe it is. And I, I think I said bad decision. It's not a bad decision, just bad mechanics that leads to that interception. So this is one of the throws uh, that is, that's pretty, this is a, like, these are throws again that, that only guys like Donald can, like not only guys, like guys like Donald and guys like, you know, uh, even Mayfield and Mahomes and Russell Wilson can make, like there's not a ton of guys in NFL that can make this, this throw where you have the uh, Hulk concept right here. Um, you can almost call it a – you call it a sail, but a new one does, does checks. You can call it a sail or a hawk where you have the, the vertical and the out, which that vertical carries this guy down the field if it is a zone. And then you have the uh, you have the uh, corner who gets spun right there. So you have Kirsch with outside leverage on him. Throw rolls out to the left as he feels some pressure. Plants. Throws again while fading out to the left off of his back foot, even base. Uh, look, he doesn't have he doesn't have drive off of his front foot. His drive, he, he plants off of his front foot, but he's fading out. And as he's fading out, he throws the ball, you know, 22 yards um, on a rope on the sideline. That is, this is not an easy throw to make like this. Um, that's, yeah, that's impressive right there. So, uh, next play, I put absurd throw. This is another one. I think he meant to throw this ball, but again, I'm not too sure. So, you have number 91 right here who beats Beecham inside because Beecham takes a awful uh, pass set. Look how deep he is. That's just, that's that is not good by Beecham. Um, Donald feels the pressure, and he so this throw you you have like another like China type concept, almost like a uh, like a China sale type deal um, where Powell. I'm not sure if he's or is that Powell on the outside or is that Anunwa. I'm not sure if Numa is supposed to run that whip. I don't think so. I think he adjusts to um, to Donald. But the thing is, when he goes to throw this ball right here, this defensive back is right there. So people are like, oh yeah, well they saw him driving forward. He wasn't really driving forward. He just stopped. So if if he if he read this and he saw Donald uh, throwing this ball, he probably would have worked over top of him. It would have been a fight for the ball. But maybe he did see him driving forward and then trusted uh, Herndon to get over top. Uh, if he did, this is a ridiculous throw. If he's trying to throw this ball away, he needs to get more arm on it. I don't know, and I cannot say. Uh, it's impossible. You, you could say, you know, yeah, he saw him driving forward, um, which, yeah, I think he saw this defensive back driving forward, but I don't know about this defensive back. It's that, it's that interior defensive back. I'm not sure if he saw or not. Um, but this is one of those plays, you know, it was a completion, fantastic, absurd throw. That's, that's what we'll call it. Um, like I said, even though I wasn't 100% sure. So... This is another quick decision that Donald made where you could see him getting abused in this game. Um, yeah, so you see him he drops back. He, he, he's reading the left in the middle of the field. Um, you have a, 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 you know, a, a snag and a, and a flat right there. He ends up seeing that um, Leggett, who's on the inside right there on that stop, he gets inside leverage of that of the defensive back or number forty four or forty four, which is Smith, and he literally has to throw the ball while he's trying to protect himself. So I like the fact you know read the left, read the middle, read the right. You don't see anything. You come back to the middle. He quickly sees. You know he makes a quick read. He sees that Leggett's open, throws it to him. But look at how he's throwing the ball. So like I said, drops back, reads the left, reads the middle reads the right, doesn't see anything he likes, comes back to the middle, sees like it open, makes a quick decision, um, not throwing from a good base, and he gets hit again. He was just he, he was not comfortable this game. He got abused, but a good decision, good uh, read by 
bomb right there to get the ball to lug it. All right, got a few. Actually, I think I got like eight more plays versus the Jaguars. Let's see. All right, this is the play uh, where he misses Powell off the right sideline. Yeah, so you have Powell versus the versus the linebacker right here, and he just he, he runs vertically. Uh, Powell does a good job with the uh, you see that club uh, swipe with the arm over right there, and he clears that arm and gets vertically. Again. Don't need to make this throw. Um, he just misses it. It just hits off the fingertips right there of, of Powell. So uh, let's see his his feet. So again, because there's a, that interior pressure right here, he can't really step into his throw, which he might have not anyway, but you see that there's, there's no step up in his throw right there. So it's all arm. Guess what? All that arm, and he ends up overthrowing it. It just hits Powell in the fingertips. But I'm not putting this on Powell. Um, he needs to, you know, you get a hand on the ball. Listen, if you get a fingertip on a ball, you cannot catch it. You need to, if you get like the top half of your finger on it, then yeah, I, I get it. Maybe you can, you know, you can curl it in, but uh, I don't believe, oh, if you touch the ball, if you catch it, that's bull crap in my opinion. You know, go out, let me throw out a hundred balls to you and see how many you catch if I'm just hitting your, your one fingertip, your two fingertips. It's, it's impossible. Um, so uh, he can't step into that throw. He ends up ripping the ball a little bit over him. Uh, play number 43 out of the 74 that we're doing today. Like I said, I told you to buckle down. Um, on on target footwork, meh. <laughs> um, okay, so you have a Nunwal right here. He runs he runs a deep over. Um, or he's running an over, and he breaks it vertically because he sees uh you know two guys underneath right there. So it's almost like a it almost works out as a as like a slice route instead of a deep over. Uh, but he runs a deep over. He cuts it vertically, and. Donald puts the ball on target. I would like, obviously, you'd like to see a little bit better location. You don't, you don't want to see, you see how Anun wants to spin around right here and try to catch it. Anun wants to catch this. Like I said, that's one of his problems. He's not the best route runner. I think he's a decent route runner. Great at yak. Uh, great physicality. But route running hands, a little bit sketchy sometimes. So he's, 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 not li he's not necessarily limited. He can do a lot of things. But definitely needs to improve the hands and the route running. Um, he wasn't really asked to do a lot last year. So it's almost hard to, to, to uh, see. Yeah, so you you like to see him get his shoulder like so, you like to see him get his shoulder more pointed. You'd like to see better like footwork right here, where at this point if he's going to throw it, I'd like to see him again get his body more pointed towards where he's throwing, where you could see that his shoulders get only to the middle where he's he's running over here. So let's see him get his shoulder more pointed. His foot isn't he doesn't really again doesn't really have a lot of drive off that front foot, and while it is pointed towards him, he's not really stepping through the throw. So this even step through the throw a little bit more, get his shoulder a little bit more pointed, and his hallway better. You see his hallway's pointed here, um, which makes your your body one for the ball, you know, more this way. So that's probably why it goes behind him because his momentum's his momentum is going forward, and his and his and his his hallway, his back foot, the midpoint of his foot is going forward, and that's why he misses the ball, you know, inside. Or sorry, they're both going inside of a Nunwa. Almost makes a great. He makes a great throw still. Um, let's see a little bit more cleaner footwork, but Anuma has to catch this ball. Yeah, I know you have to spin around, you have to stop a little bit. You like to see him lead him outside and vertically, but uh, can't can't miss that ball. So that'd have been a huge completion, uh, and it ended up being not uh, the case or not being the case. So play number forty-four. Let's see near interception. Yeah, this is not a good play from him. Um, second and goal. You're down eighteen. Um, so, in my personal opinion, I'm not just playing Monday morning quarterback, but based on this coverage, you have a lot of guys inside. Herndon is is against Gibson. 
uh, in the zone look and Herndon, you know, Gibson's working to get into the flat. Hit Herndon right here. If guys inside, if Herndon can break one tackle and cut up field, guess what? You have a touchdown. Um, so I would like to see him hit him right here. Like I said, he's reading him first. Comes off that throw, just put it on him and, and trust him to get it. You know, either you make it a third and very manageable uh, from goal or he breaks a tackle and gets in for a touchdown most likely. Um, instead, he looks inside on, you know, Nunwa who, who stops his route right there. He never looks at the safety um, who is reading his eyes. Obviously you see him reading You see him reading Donald's eyes the whole time. So, he's, you know, he's looking out to the left, looking out to the left and he sees Donald come back inside. When he comes back inside, he starts driving in uh, inside on that route from Anunwa and Donald never sees him. Donald should have never thrown this ball. If anything, at this point, listen, okay, you didn't throw it to Herndon. At this point you can, you can't throw it with this guy um, you know, obviously driving forward on who makes a great play. Uh, the safety does right there, but still Donald can't throw this ball. Um, especially from this base too. It's not like he's driving through the throw again. He's dropping back. He doesn't really get like a clean hitch off of that, off of his drop back. So, um, or doesn't hitch cleanly towards the throw near interception. It should have been interception right there. Uh, so a couple decisions this game that were a little bit sketchy. This play is. I'm going to push through all these plays into the Broncos game. I'm probably going to have to pause it. You guys are obviously going to see me pause it, but I do have to record another X's and O's quick hits with Scott Mason. So I'm going to have to come back and finish 20 or so plays after I record that. So uh, a lot of talking for me the last you know, the last couple of hours. So uh, gun set um, and empty. Drops back. He feels some, feels some pressure from the inside. He starts to roll out to the right. But you know, there's pressure. You have uh, Malik Jackson in his face. You have Miles Jack in his face. Oh, Smith isn't 40. It's, uh, I think he, or 44. I think he's, is he 40? Or no, is he 50? And then Jack is 44. I forget what Telvin Smith wears now. Oh, yeah, he's right here. So 50. So you have Telvin Smith. You have um, Malik Jackson. You have Jack, you know, all in his face. So he starts to roll out to the right. Um, you have a Nunwa who sits down right there. And then he, you know, scramble drill. He, he works the open part of the field where, where uh, Donald is rolling out to. Donald, you know, a little jump pass right here. And he hits a Nunwa. So playing full speed. You can see how quick everything happens. He feels that pressure rolls out to the right. You know, keeps his eyes downfield. Sees a Nunwa. A good connection right here. And uh, floats a nice little ball over the middle. With some good touch. So next play. Missed curse. Another gun set, three by two, three by two to um, the field side. So this is a play later in the season that that he makes, you know, in my opinion. Cover three look. Um, you, have, you, know, you have cover three from the Jaguars. Right here at this point, later in the season, he sees the cover three. He sees this defender squatting. He sees, you know, one guy coming high or one guy high, one guy high, one guy high. Or even if you just read this side, he sees the two guys high and these guys underneath. And what I'd like to see him do is hit that seam route right here. Even right here, he can still throw it. So at this point, especially when he's passing him, this guy is, is you know, barely in a backpedal, like a mini sh or a shuffle backwards. And you have Curse working up the seam. He needs to lead Curse right here. He, he, this is the seam between these two deep safeties. So you need to hit him up the seam right here. And uh, big completion, potentially even a touchdown. He rolls out. And then at this point now, now you have this safety collapsing on, on that seam route. And uh, he chucks the ball up there and another near interception. So the ball gets dropped. So he had like two, three balls this game that should have been intercepted. I'm not even through the game yet. So 
This is definitely not one of his cleaner games. He made some great almost plays. Um, and, yeah, he has pressure in his face right here, but still bad decision by him on first and 10, you know, uh, at the minimum – you know, live to fight another down right here on second and 10. It's not like it's third and third and 10 right here. So like I said, he needs to hit curse here, step up and throw this ball. He has the arm talent to hit this throw floated over top of that linebacker. Um, instead, he, you know, he pulls it back down and tries to throw it too late. So that's a, that's a play you see him make uh, later in the season. Next play. Uh, this is, I believe this is a really good play. Yeah. So you have the fake handoff to the, to the right on like that stretch play uh, outside zone wide zone, mid zone, whatever you want to call it on this. The running back didn't get the ball, so it doesn't matter. Um, as he turns back around, he's blind. So he's blind, 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 blind. Turns around, sees number 91. Um, rushing him, plants hard, and he chucks the ball. <laughs> like I said, fading backwards from, a, from an uneven base um, while jumping, not being able to fully throw through the, through the pass, hits like it. And this is, again, risky, but – at this point in the game, you're down 25 to zero. Um, so you've got to make some risky plays to get back in the game. You're not going to get back in the game being conservative. So um, the plant, that jump pass with pressure in his face to, to leg it, again, it's pretty, this is pretty ridiculous. You, you know, guys like Tom Brady don't make this throw. Uh, guys like Matt Ryan, guys like Joe Flacco, guys, uh, the more immobile quarterbacks. This is Russell Wilson. This is Baker Mayfield. This is uh, Aaron Rodgers. This is, I'm just talking about arm talent, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, type, type guys, Cam Newton, maybe Cam Newton doesn't have the best accuracy though. So touchdown to like it right here. See, which is one and only touchdown in this game, I believe. So you have the interior guy right here. Uh, just run a curl a drag. You have a flat and then you have uh like who just runs up the seam right here. And he sees this linebacker react up field. He sees a safety stay inside and he, you know, nice little touch pass right here. So we're going to see right here over Darius, over church, over Smith and hits him right in the back of the back of the end zone. And because, like I said, he just reading these inside guys, you see 40, you see church right here, carry like uh, her, uh, Tomlinson inside the linebacker stays inside and nice little float. Nothing crazy, but a uh, good pass overall. You'd see right here again. So good touch, good, uh, still with good velocity on it. So Miss Anderson. Okay, the screen is shared. So yeah, this is late in the game. Um, you have man coverage right here, or uh. You have at least have Ramsey who, uh, who in, at this point in time matches, whether it be pattern matching in a zone or not. Uh, you have some of these defenses, which like now I'm seeing a lot with cover three. When, when, it's, when, it's to guy, when it's to receiver sets that are more than two, you have the inside and the outside guy have an option where if this guy goes vertical, he carries them deep. Um, and if, if, the, if this guy sits down and this guy goes deep, then the, then the number two carries them deep. So you have some cover two. Like the Jets did a lot with that option. Uh, you have also guys who play cover three with one man defender inside. So this could be a cover three, the man defender inside as well. So you have a lot of cover threes where this guy is, is, is eliminated from the play. So they're not reading this at all. And then, you know, if this, if the, if the number one receiver or safety or whoever this is, it's a 42. So this is a safety. 
Um, but let's say if it was a corner, if this guy goes deep, he carries him deep. If he if it if it is only a two receiver side, if he squats, he squats. You know, and this guy just eliminated from the play. So it could be either one. Regardless, uh, Ramsey is on. Uh, you know, Robbie Anderson who burns him deep. Listen, he he beats him by a good, you know, two yards right there, and that's that's open in the NFL. Uh, Donald throws the ball. Air yards, let's just say that is at the at the five-yard line, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. He throws the ball 62 yards. <laughs> let's say 61 yards because he's a little bit past the, uh, the five-yard line. So he throws the ball 61 yards right there, uh, overthrowing Robbie Anderson. So you look at the team obviously hit that. That's, that's a, I can't believe he threw the ball 61 yards and still overthrew Anderson, uh, which is rare, but Regardless, he did, and he still he missed him by a good like two yards over his head. So, um, let's see the next one. Okay, great throw under pressure. Hold on, let me share that. I didn't share, I didn't share the screen yet. So, play number fifty. Play number fifty on episode fifty. So, okay, drops back. You have another. You have another empty set. Um. 20 personnel, which is rare. You have, you, have, you have empty 20 personnel, or actually just 20 personnel. It's not empty then. So, I guess it could be. So, pressure in his face. He's not really able to step up, up into the throw. You see how his, his lead foot is retreating from that pressure. So, this is all arm again. And Harris makes a great play on this. Who You know, you have, you have a Curse who I like seems to keep his body a little bit cleaner right here from those hands of Harris in the slot. Um, I'm taking this throw every day. Even though the ball does end up getting a deflection, you're going to see his feet again. He can't really step up through the throw. There's pressure in his face yet again. That's, that's a good pass. Yeah, the ball gets just deflected. <clears throat> it gets just deflected right here, but he leads him inside. So I'm, I'm going to take that, that pass from, uh, from Donald from an uneven base right there. All right, next play. Trust Anderson throw. Oh, this is the uh, – what is it? A 76-yard touchdown? Okay, yeah. This is just – you're going to see this more later in the season as well where he knows Anderson's speed at this point in the season for the most part. They still develop a better connection later in the season. Um, but at this point, he sees the corner, you know, in a backpedal and not turn. At this point, listen – uh, you have to be a really fast corner with really fluid hips to be able to turn and run with Anderson at this point. So he only has three yards on Anderson, but his hips are still square. Uh, Donald trusts it. Uh, when he goes to throw the ball right here, he's only two yards away, and Anderson has a full uh, head of steam, and he leads him a uh, perfect throw, leads him you know in stride, and it's an easy 76-yard touchdown. Trust Anderson. A good read on that defensive back to see that he's uh, that Anderson's going to be able to get leverage um, on him, you know, vertically. So this is another really, really good throw by Donald play action. Uh, you have Anunwa who runs this post. He breaks a little bit outside vertically because he has the, uh, th that safety over top who, you know, looks, it's, it's a, it's, I'm going to say it's a cover four look and they double, um, Anunwa because only one guy breaks vertically. So that's, they're able to double team him. Uh, he gets inside of that defensive back who doesn't, the, the inside defensive back who does not take a great angle. You'd like to obviously see him play inside more. Uh, Donald throws the ball inside of uh, Anunwa, and look how good this this throw is um, amazing for the most part. Listen, if he did not hold him right here, and this is a clear hold, I don't know how the 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 
ref in the end zone right here missed this. Look at his hand on the back. Pulling the jersey, pulling the jersey, pulling the jersey, pulling the jersey. Donald puts that in such a good spot. Look at this. Again, 45-plus uh, yard throw, like a 50-yard throw. And if Anunua wasn't held, this is a touchdown, or at least hits him in both hands if he catches it. That's a story for a different day. Um, but great throw, great read by Donald. Uh, or great decision to throw the ball, and uh, I thought it was in a perfect area, but that uh, that hand definitely hurt. You know, it's past it. It's clear hold. Look at that. How you missed that is beyond me, but uh, good play by Donald, even though it wasn't completion. I'm going to give that to him. So next play I have uh, labeled as big boy throw. And this is the curse on the uh, – you have another, like, China concept right there with the, with the out and then the uh, corner. Double China, China. I call this China. It's like a, it's a, it's a smash variation, and Donald opposite hash. You have a you know a twenty five or twenty yard throw. Again, this is not an easy throw in the NFL. You you hear like you know a lot of evaluators. Okay, show me you know the deep outs, the deep comeback type throws, um, which are the you know really really hard throws to make in the NFL. Opposite hash, 20, 25 yards downfield or whatever it is. Hitting him in, you know, on the sideline like this with good location, he puts it right on him. That is not an easy throw. Um, that is something definitely to write down in your notebook when you're watching this kind of play, third and third and twelve. Um, the Jets are up, and look at that location before the sideline. That is doesn't get much better than this. Um, could have been a, maybe a little bit more outside. The spiral could have been a tiny bit cleaner, with a little bit of wobble, but uh, still, still a very, very good throw by. Uh, by Mr. Sam Donald right there. That's just that's just arm talent. That's I'm basically showing. And yeah, it's a good throw. It's a good read as well because you know he sees that uh, he sees the defensive back right here, Carry Anderson. He sees uh, Curse with outside leverage on this defensive back who's in man coverage on him, and he throws the ball. But it's more about the arm talent. You know, good read as well. But it's more about the arm talent than anything else on that play. Um, open wide receiver, great throw. Let's see what this one is. This one with Tomlinson. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, so he drops back. Um, feels some pressure. They are in a uh, – they're in an eye formation. Strong side to the left. So you have a weak eye formation. Feels pressure, rolls out to the right, and then – okay, I remember this. I'll, I'll show it from the other view. This view is better. So play action, reads the middle of the field, reads the left. Comes back to the right, feels some pressure, rolls out to the right, and then he's going to see Tomlinson right here, who's he, he at first he just you know he sits down right here in the set route, and uh, sees Tomlinson with outside leverage on that on the defensive back, or the uh, linebacker pressure in his face on the run leads him outside, perfect area again. This this is the best throw you could possibly make in this situation. Uh, Hits him in both hands, sideline, uh, away from the from the linebacker, but still in perfect location, and it's a drop. So you just see that he didn't have talent. He didn't have a lot of talent around him in some of these games. Where like later in the season, you're going to see him, you know, um, playing against the number one defense in the NFL, the Chicago Bears, and he was playing with guys like Deontay Burnett, Jermaine Curse, Andre Roberts as his receivers, with you know, uh, Crowell out. And a guy like Powell out playing, you know, with a bad offensive line with running backs who are third and fourth stringers, you know, to start the year. And on this year, we'll be lucky to be fourth stringers. So um, he did not have a lot of help. And this is him being a 21-year-old rookie. So you see some of the numbers. Oh, a bad game this game. He just played against the Jags. He played against the Browns. He played against the 
the uh, the Bears, the Vikings. Like he played a lot of really good teams. And I'm, I'm sure there's stats out there that he played. A, I think he like him compared to Baker Mayfield. I know Darnold was in like the top ten in terms of the the, the defenses he played against, like DVOA. And a guy in Mayfield played against like some of the worst defenses in the NFL. So you know, give give Darnold one years of experience that Baker Mayfield has, two or three years, whatever it is, the years of experience, give him the team that Baker Mayfield had last year and give him the schedule he had last year and see the difference. You know, it's, there's a bit, you have to take all those things into consideration when you're evaluating quarterbacks. Now it's, oh, well, Baker Mayfield had more touchdowns, less interceptions, he's better. I consider their team around them, their offensive coordinators, their, their um, experience, you know, so, but whatever. Uh, drops back. Again, this is another throw. He just trusts Anderson and went out, win, win vertically. Um, at this point, you know, he's over top, but he sees Anderson with only the, like that, you know, he has a the cornerback only has like two yards of cushion. He knows that Anderson's going to, going to eat that up, especially because Anderson um, is working outside of the, of the corner. The, the, the corner opens his hips. So now at this point he has to come over top and play him. Vert- he's come over top of this. So he has to work laterally and vertically. So uh, he trusts Anderson to, to win outside and he puts the ball in, the best location you you really possibly could, and I don't know why it lagged right there, but it, it did. Every time I tried to record it, it lagged. You know, he doesn't get a lot, a ton of drive, and he might even step in the bucket a little bit right here. Doesn't his foot's not really going forward; it's kind of going sideways again. So you see a little bit of step in the bucket. His back foot's correct though, um, and even though with even with the messy little bit of messy mechanics, look at that placement. <laughs> it, not much better. It does not get better than this. Good spiral. Um, and that's – this is going to be impressive to see uh, this year. I, I really think Anderson – it's just – it's hard to say. I think on a team with less weapons, he could be a 1,000-yard receiver. Like how much are they going to run and how much are they going to throw it to Herndon, how much are they going to throw it to Crowder, who's a big uh, piece in a uh, slot-type uh, – slot-heavy type offense that Gase runs. But you never really know what Gase can run. You know, he ran a lot of slot-type stuff to um, – receivers last year because of their intermediate read he ran a lot of uh a lot of um what is it called screens but how much is that because of the the weapons he had how much is uh of that is because of you know what Tannehill was and Matt Moore and Jay Cutler so it's gonna be interesting to see the offenses I'm really excited to do that all right we're about to get into the Colts game but we still have another um couple of throws oh hold on I'm lost on where I'm at right now just give me two seconds to recover. Okay, I'm gonna play 56. I was down by 65 for some reason. But play 56. We are running through. Uh, we got another 18 plays. Um, but I'm gonna have to record another show. So the next half of the show, my I might be really raspy. <laughs> uh, thinking like ESPN Radio and stuff. They get commercial breaks. They have you know all this stuff. But regardless, okay. So drops back. Uh, three by one set, um, to the field. This is where, so Donald, one Carpenter is absolutely lost in this play, which I'll show you in a little bit. I would like to see Donald trust his eyes right here. Uh, man coverage. You have him with outside leverage on this defensive back. If you throw the ball outside, it's going to be an incompletion or completion. It's not going to be an interception. Um, so he throws the ball a little bit too late. I like to see him throw it here, but he hesitates and he throws it. One, um, a little bit late, and he throws it too far inside. Now, if he, even if he threw it late and he, and he let him outside, maybe it could have been, you know, or it would have been a completion. But the fact that he couldn't throw for, from a good base 
and he let him, you know, he, he threw the ball too far inside. It was not good. So Carpenter is lost at this point. You know, there's, there's the guy to the outside is taken care of. Your eyes need to flash back inside. You, when he looks back right here, there's two guys rushing towards long. You know, how do you know that both of those guys are going to get picked up? So he's not able to step into this throw because, you know, I'm not going to call him any bad names, but this, uh, this terrible offensive lineman is literally standing right in where he's trying to throw it. So he can't step through his throw at all. So the ball goes inside. Uh, like I said, I would see him throw the ball, you know, earlier on this. And, uh, you know, Carpenter, that's, there's a reason he's a backup with the Falcons now uh, where people are – I remember like two years ago, oh, yeah, he's a pro Bowl type guard. That's, that was ridiculous. He was really never that good with the Jets. The first year or two, he was okay. And he made a couple of highlight pancakes and stuff like that because he's like 330 pounds. But other than that, he's not really good. Um, so I don't like this play either from Darnold. Uh, and, and it becomes – it's an interception on, on this play, which was a good game from him. Ball is snapped low, so unfortunately, this is taking his eyes off the defense right here. Drops back, and he feels pressure. Uh, it's second. Right now, it's, it, it looks like it's second or third and, like, six, but in this point of the game, it's still a close game, and this defensive back has, you know, over-top leverage of, of uh, Anderson, and you also have Hooker working over-top um, of, uh, of the route. He can't just chuck this ball up. Again, he's fading backwards. You know, this is the ball. Just throw it away. You know, throw it towards the sideline, uh, dirt it, whatever you want to do. But, but he cannot just chuck this ball up when uh, – I know he trusts Anderson, but in this situation when he's not able to get velocity on it. Now, if he's able to get velocity on it and fit it tight on the sideline, yeah. But when you're, when you're fading back like that, it's a different story. So the ball goes short. Easy interception for uh, Malik Cooker right there. So – Bad decision by Donald on that play. Um, all right. Do the next few plays, and I got to do another podcast real quick. Um, great throw, read middle of the field. All right, so gun set. You have the, you have the fake handoff right here. They're all, they're all pass blocking. It's never going to be a pass play. Um, trust Anderson again at this point, which he really, really trusts him right here. This has to be a perfect throw, and Anderson has to win. Uh, but again, he trusts him. Um, he sees Anderson with the you know he knows he's going to break outside. He's the outside leverage, and he just he just trusts him to win vertically because of his speed. Anderson, I believe I I show this. Or I'm going to show this in an Anderson play. Um, but again, fake handoff. Trust Anderson on an isolation vertical route. And puts the ball again. It may maybe this ball could be a little bit more vertical um, instead of inside. Maybe you like to see it out here, which so it takes advantage of his vertical leverage and outside. So this was it looked like a this was a great pass. Still, that's a great pass to get it in inside right here. But if if this ball led Anderson and was here, you know, is that a completion? Uh, maybe maybe he catches it. But still, you know, we're talking about a yard uh, difference. So really really good throw. Like I said, trust Anderson, but Anderson does uh, does wind up dropping it, you know, right there. So, yeah, it, even if you know, maybe like I said, I'm being nitpicky at that point, where the ball is completable right there, hits him, hits him in the hands. Uh, maybe you want it a yard outside here, but I'm just being fair. Still a very, very good throw, just not a perfect throw. Um, so next play. T 
timing, smart placement. Let's – I got to pull it up first. Okay, this is a touchdown pass to Pryor. Three-by-one gun. You have you have Pryor who just runs that he, – he just sits down right there at the goal line on, like, that stick route. And what Donald is seeing again is you have this uh, – they're in zone right now. Looks like they're in uh, they're in red two, which red two is everybody, all the intermediate zones of the cover two defense play the play the goal line, and then you have two deep safeties. I'm gonna call this red two. The linebacker has his hips opened up, so if he was if he was square right here, maybe he doesn't throw this ball. But because his, his hips are opened up, it's gonna be obviously a lot harder to, for him to get here instead of his hips were were square to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Donald sees that and throws the ball right on him. Again, because he knows he's been working from inside, he doesn't want to put the ball inside. Because there's another zone defender here, he doesn't want to put the ball outside, so he puts it right on him. Uh, good zip, good decision, good reading of the linebacker right there to see his leverage in relation to, to prior. Really, really good whip on that ball right here. You, you could barely see that ball, so really good velocity uh, to, to hit prior who just sits it down around the goal line, boom, uh, for a touchdown. That is, again, a beautiful decision, beautiful throw by, by Donald to, to get that touchdown. Um, in that point in the game, play number 60, throw on crease, which crease is an inverted mills. Uh, so typically you have, if you have mills, this inside guy, he's going to run, he's going to run that, uh, that, uh, dig route. You're going to have this, you have this outside guy. He's either going to run vertical or post based on the coverage. Um, now with crease, you have the outside guy running the dig, and then you have this guy based on the coverage, either running a vertical, either running straight vertical, or um, or he can break on a post too. That's a, that's a crease concept. The crease concept pulls the, the or, or maintains the inside or, or takes away the inside guy, and and then the out, the outside guy is going to be going to be open um, on that crease concept. So he he uh, holds that guy inside. Donald again, really good throw. He sees both of these intermediate defenders, kind of kind of squatting and reacting up to that guy in the flat, um, whoever's breaking the flat right there. And he sees, you know, he, know, he knows that this safety is going to be occupied by that, in the, by the, uh, the post from number two. He knows that he has the, the, the number one has inside leverage of the number one corner, uh, hits him again over the middle, you know, good zip, good read right here from, from Donald to, to see this, uh, this cover three defense. And uh, like I said, it isolates. Like I said the, the inside post, Main, holds this guy and then it's an isolation route where you with cover three you're gonna have outside leverage with this corner and then you're gonna beat him all day inside uh mills is kind of the same thing where mills you, you hold the, you hold the guy inside and then uh yeah it's the outside guy in a post versus the uh number one now if the now if the safety takes the post from the outside on the mills then you have the number again you have the number two on the uh dig route deep dig you know wide open so they both work in similar ways but a tiny little bit different so I'm going to pause now um, for a little while. We're on play 60, and I'm going to get back to you guys. I'm going to finish up the last 14 plays, and then uh, next Monday we'll be back with the part two. So I'm going to go record another podcast real quick. All right, and I'm back, which is uh, a split second for you guys, but about an hour for me. Uh, okay, let's go to the next play of the play 61 out of 74 that I'm doing. So about 10 more plays left, a little bit more. Um, we're going to get into <clears throat> the end of this game. Versus the Colts, and then we're going to get into um, the game against the Vikings. It's like half the game against the Vikings, and then part two will pick up uh, week two or the uh, part. I think it's like the second half of the Vikings game. 
and then the uh, the rest of the season. So we had the Bears game, the Dolphins game, and obviously the really three, four good games at the end of the season, which will be fun to break down. Uh, gun set three by one, uh, and this is this is a relative. This is a really easy throw for for Darnold, where <clears throat> um, you have the Colts who all bite up on that that shoulder fake right here. You see it right there, little shimmy, little shoulder fake. It draws up the coverage right here. Um, this was most likely cover three. I don't think it was. I don't think it was um, necessarily going to be um, man coverage because two guys completely left their man. I think it was more cover three where this guy just squatted because there was no threat going deep on that side. Um, both guys jump up, and a lot of people said, "Oh, well, you know, he could have hit uh, Herndon here too." I believe this is Herndon. The thing with Herndon is if he hits him, and floats it over top, the safety's right there. I I liked it, or sorry, he could have hit who was over the. I think it was Leggett over the middle. So, oh, he could have hit Leggett. Leggett, if he gets the ball right here, is is now um, you know one on one with the safety. He might not not have enough time to move, um, but because he throws it to Herndon, you know Leggett works you know to to block the uh, the defensive back, and then he uh, he hits him. So you see the little shoulder fake right here, shoulder fake, floats it up. Like I said, if he hits you know Leggett right here on the fifteen yard line. Maybe 29, which is Hooker, can make the tackle. But because now he hit him with a blocker, he's able to come underneath because uh, Leggett or uh, Hooker tries to come under, uh, over top. So I like that throw. People are like, oh, well, you know, just hit Leggett. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think he made the right decision right there. So uh, next play, missed, not this play, he missed Leggett. So I have the end zone view of this play. Play action. Play action roll out to the right. You have. Uh, Tomlinson and Herndon who down block right here with a crack block. And you have uh, the Jets who run this, like you call it like a, you can call it like a, a five, uh, five flat, but he runs a stop route and you have Powell who runs into the flat. He needs to, he needs to hit like it right here. You see right here, his window and I'll pause it and I'll bring it back there. He's, he sees the coverage right here. He's, he looks at Leggett. He needs to throw the ball right here, right here, right here, right here. So all these steps right here, I don't know why he didn't throw that. He gets distracted and tries to hit uh, Powell. The ball gets deflected and almost intercepted. I think he drops it. It's almost intercepted right here, but he completely misses Leggett. So this is not a good play from, from Darnold uh, keeping his eyes on the field and just passing on Leggett right there. So I didn't like that one. Um, next one, we're coming into the Vikings game. So I think at the end we only have like the, or part two we only have like the last couple plays against the Vikings, but uh, you have a gun set with two running backs uh, or two uh, you know backs in this situation. Even though you know Herndon isn't a back, but in this situation he is uh, split out to to his left and to his right. It's third and seven, and there is there's nothing open um, here deep down the field. I watched it multiple times. There's nothing open deep. It's third and seven, so he doesn't get the ball. To, you know past the line of scrimmage, but if you look at how he throws this ball, this is one of the mo most ridiculous throws I've seen this year, and it's never was as one of his best throws, uh, when it clearly is. You see how the defender coming off the off the bottom edge, you know, towards us, is literally pulling his arm back right here, and you'll see it in a, in a better view, and he's still able, this is just complete natural and, like, special arm talent to be able to hit this throw to, you know, Powell outside. Look at, look at the location of this ball, and I'll show you the the uh, the other view so you can see what's actually happening to his shoulder. You have the blitz. You know, you have six six guys coming. You see right here, his arm gets pulled back, and he's still able, while fading back, with pressure in his face, with Harrison Smith hitting him, um, to make this throw. You're going to see it right here again. 
the fact that he made that throw, uh, I thought was pretty absurd. So a really, really good throw by Donald. Even though it's short, I just wanted to show the natural arm talent right there um, on that throw. So next one, great throw on wheel. I remember this one. It's going to be over here. So you have Sterling on that wheel against the man coverage of the um, outside linebacker, uh, defensive end. I don't know what number he is, 50-something. Yeah, so it's, a, it's an outside linebacker. Um, Donald sees this. He sees, he sees um, you know, Sterling with that vertical leverage, and he's able to just float a nice ball over top of it, nice spiral. Location's perfect. And uh, Sterling, you know, he gets his arm hit a little bit here, but the, the ball hits both of his arms and he drops it. So – Really, really nice touch on his pass right there to float it right over that trailing uh, linebacker on that on that wheel, and uh, Sterling drops it. Who is you know he's no longer on the team um, as of right now. Maybe they sign him back. You never really know what can happen. But I actually I thought he was solid, so I actually kind of like Sterling. But he had so many concussions. I don't know if you can rely on him, um, to, you know, to play a full year, or even to play stack multiple games. This was one decision of Donald I did not like. Um, the Vikings are running. Let's see. Lucas is going to be cover three, um, and you have the illusion of cover two, cover four, um, and you have this this streak seam right here where the, you have the streak and the seam. Um, we call it vertical streak seam. They're a little bit different, the streak seam vertical, but this looks like a, this looks like streak seam to me. So, um, Donald gets he, he's he actually has a relatively clean po uh, pocket, and it is. Um, I'm not sure what down it is. I think it's second down on this play. I forget exactly what it was, but uh, not a good decision right here. The game is 10-7. to 7. The Jets are actually up 10-7 to 7 right now, or maybe they're – I'm forgetting on that one too, actually. But uh, regardless, it's a three-point game, let's say. If I could pause that, redo that, edit it like some people do. It's a th three-point game, second quarter. Donald loads up. He chucks it deep, but I don't like the decision to chuck it deep right here. Yeah, it's Anderson, but when he decides to throw this ball, you have Harrison who's working to the middle of the field, and when he's deciding to throw this, he's literally 10 yards off. When he does throw it, he's eight yards off. So not a good decision. I understand you. Listen, if he was Julio Jones, a big type guy, yeah, he is lanky. Um, but I trust Julio to make this catch. You know, Odell's like the really – Mike Evans. But the throw is chuck his ball up to Anderson when you have Harrison Smith over the top. I do not love it. Um, even though Anderson does grab it and he almost catches it, but you have uh, Harrison who rips the ball out. Don't love that decision from Donald on that one. Um, for, for me personally, you, you know, you could disagree. Um, that's fine. But throwing a ball like that with this guy eight yards over top, just chucking it up deep when you're it's a three-point game in the second quarter, I don't love it. Uh, I don't believe it's third down either. So uh, good throw by him right here. Um, the ball is is dropped. You have him drop back, have a single back set, two-by-two two single back um, with the Y tight end, the, the Y off. Uh, reduced split right here from the top uh, receiver, which is Curse, who does run the out, um, versus this, which looks like cover six defense. Uh, Donald drops back. He reads the right side of the field. He's kind of staring it down a little bit, but I guess in this situation, it's fine. He sees Curse with the over top leverage and working outside. He throws a ball to the sideline. Great. It's a great ball. It hits Curse in the fingertips. So it should have been a little, I like this ball a little bit more inside. Um, than it was. You can't really, it's hard to see right here, but it does, it just hits his like maybe like the midpoint of his finger. So he should have had it a little bit more inside, but um, still a good decision, I, I guess, to, uh, to throw that. So, all right, coming into the home stretch. Let's see. 67. All right. This is one of those plays where I, I, I talked about it before. I just talked about it on the Play Like a Jet podcast, which will be up. This is getting released Monday or Tuesday night. So I hope it'll be out like 7, 7 30. 
um, which I know it's a little bit late, but you know, things just happened. And, uh, <coughs> you know, you're going to have, uh, seeing Robbie Anderson winning to the top right here. He burns Rose. And I talked about it, like I said, on the Robbie Anderson podcast, there's times where he missed him. You, know, you missed Robbie Anderson when he was, you know, beat the uh, Rhodes deep. There's times where he missed him when he was beating Jalen Ramsey deep, et cetera, uh, Dolphins games. So he could have had another, even just the, a couple, three reset, like three receptions for another, literally, probably, those three receptions are probably going to be 240 yards. So add another 240 yards and three touchdowns if Robbie Anderson makes those plays, you know, or, or close to it, obviously. You know, maybe they tackle him, maybe he slows up, whatever it may be. But you have Darnold who drops back. You have Anderson right here who ends up burning. Uh, you know, he doesn't burn him, I guess, but he, he does have a good, you know, yard, yard of uh, yard or two of vertical leverage by the time the ball gets there. And it's because, you know, while Rhodes does open up, he does, he's not, you see how he hesitates right here? He's not running full speed right here. Anderson's able to burn right by him or, pa or pass him, you know, a uh, good yard or two. And Donald ends up overthrowing him right there. So I said, you have to, you have to throw the, the, uh, positives and the negatives in reviews like this and uh that's that's what i did and this was one of the games that he definitely you know definitely struggled in so let's see what this play is i don't remember putting this one up um late but ridiculous throw oh yeah see i don't agree with this after i watched it again i i put this up at first so you have the three tight ends right here you have you have 13 personnel the three tight ends all run vertical they're testing them vertically um now it, it looks like a ridiculous throw because it hits him, you know, right here, and he almost catches it. Does it hit? I, I I can't see who it hits in the hands. So it does. So it hits Herndon in the face because this where I talk about Herndon, like he his hands and his hand placement are, are inconsistent. Where it hits him literally in the face, so it slips right by twenty six, which is Trey Wayne's. But what I've liked to have seen is if he was going to throw this ball, it needs to be earlier. It needs to be here. You know, you, you have you have 42, which I believe is Sendejo. I could be wrong. Uh, they have like three white safeties, which is abnormal. So I know it's Sendejo, Harrison Smith, and one other guy. But uh, he could throw the ball here outside and lead him, and then you, you're putting the ball up versus Waynes. But he gets rid of the ball, you know, a little bit too late. So where he needs to throw the ball, let's say right here, as soon as he hits the, the last step of his drop, throw the ball, float over top. The safety's not going to work. Uh, he's not going to get there in time. If you, if you, you know, you don't have to float. I'm not going to say float it, actually. That's something good touch on it, but it just has to be, you know, outside of the safety. But because he hesitates too much, hesitates, hesitates, hesitates. Now the safety, you know, he closed ground the safety. The safety is able to react because, one, because Herndon closed ground, plus it's a deeper throw, so it's going to take longer to get there. Um, and then you have the near, the near pick. You're throwing it to double coverage right there. So it's good, it's good placement of the ball. But he throws the ball too late. Where, like I said, he needs to throw the ball, hit the back of your 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 uh, your hitch right here, your step, throw now. But uh, it's it's too late of a throw for for me. Um, next play forces an inter interception. I remember this play uh, to the left. I believe it was Anderson or Cursor, whoever it was. Yeah, Anderson. So drops back, single back, play action. Reads the right side, looks at the left side. And so now if, if he was to get rid of the ball and he throws it over top, like if he was to get rid of the ball right here and throw it like to the 40, to the 48 yard line, 47 yard line, maybe that's complete, but I don't like him trying to fit this ball in there. Um, and it, and it is actually two there. So that's actually not a, it's not necessarily a good throw. 
Um, but if it was, so if this was more in a long, so if you dropped, hit it real quick right here, then maybe if he threw like right, you know, around here, but, uh, he doesn't, I don't necessarily think he sees this, uh, the cloud corner underneath and that curl, the flat, uh, the curl, the flat has no, you know, number two threat he carries the number one vertically underneath the uh, cover two, uh, deep half safety. And he just walks right into the interception too, too easy. Um, Oh, sorry, I forgot this one. So the ball actually gets tipped by the cloud corner and squirts through into Harrison Smith's arms. I believe it's Harrison Smith who runs uh, for nearly a touchdown, gets tackled at the nine-yard line. So like I said, he either needs to get rid of this ball uh, sooner or just throw the ball and, and get rid of it. Um, next throw, I said missed Herndon footwork. I remember this one too where Herndon runs a slant from – I don't know if he's a two or three here. He's a two. All right, so – you have the inside receiver. Um, so it's like, double, it's like double China, different levels. So I talked about China before you have the short in and the corner. Now you have, you know, a short in, a little bit deeper of an in. And uh, Donald has it open. You know, he has this, the number two open in Herndon right here. You can hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. But you, you're going to see bad footwork right here. Um, like I said, his, he was just not, his feet were not good. So do you see I, – so I wish I could see his back foot better. But do you see how his front foot's not driving towards the guy? It's just kind of it's just kind of stomping down without leading. So his front foot's not leading him. Um, and his feet look like from right here, you can tell by his hips. His, he's, he's not necessarily pointed towards where he wants to throw the ball. And his hips – his feet are even where his, his front foot's here and his back foot's probably like a little bit back farther. But – um, his body is not pointed and his, his foot just drops. It really doesn't lead. And then the, the ball is behind and, uh, it could have been, you know, it was near interception, uh, incompletion to, uh, to Herndon, um, right there. Next play 71 out of 74. So like four plays or whatever it is. Uh, 11 personnel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, drops back, reads the middle, reads the right, comes back to the middle. Um, and to the left, as there's some pressure from nine, uh, 96 right here, rolls out, sees number 91 uh, working towards the sideline to play over top of him, so he knows he can't keep rolling out. He has to step up or stop. Stops, jumps, another one of these jump throws, and he finds Burnett, who's wide open. But he said, good job, um, you know, keeping your, your eyes downfield, avoiding pressure, uh, natural arm ability to make this jump throw. Not a lot of quarterbacks do this type of these type of throwing motions and still deliver, uh, deliver it you know, on target and accurately. So nice play. All right, the last three plays. Play number seventy-two. Uh, this one's pretty simple. It's just the I showed the uh, the legs of of Darnold right here. Uh, two by two, or sorry, three by one gun set with a running back to the weak side. Again, pressure from that that blitz. Um, not a good, you know, cut block by uh, Cannon, who's working too low. You want to work more at the midpoint of the thighs on cut blocks. Darnold sees it in his peripheral vision. Scrambles up. Uh, Kendrick thinks he's going to be able to cut him off, and Donald uh, is able to, you know, to hop out of that tackle, and then a run for, you know, a first down right here. So, like I said, just showing some of the wheels, showing some of the the pocket awareness. He has to get out right now, and is able to outrun, you know, a linebacker comes from a diving tackle and is able to hop out of it. So nice play right there. Uh, next play is a good play. The last play is a interception to end the first uh, part of the review. Next show will be 77 plays as compared to 74 plays today. Um, 
good read from Donald right here on the smash concept. And he said the smash, you're going to have the, you're going to have the outside run a hitch, the inside run, uh, you know, corner. And it's, you know, a, a, just a two level read with a short intermediate. And as soon as this, you're going to see this, this corner right here, as soon as the corner drives forward, soon as he drives forward, that's when Donald starts a throwing motion. You see this, the footwork, boom, with that T-step, T-step, or T-step right here, drive forward. He, throw, he's, he starts a throwing motion. So good job by Donald reading this. This is the corner you need to read. If the corner stays deeper, you hit the hitch. If the corner bites up on that hitch, you, you, you hit the, uh, the corner. You have to trust the uh, receiver right there to, to make that play. And that's, that's Herndon right there. So you're going to see him drive forward. His Herndon, Herndon's not able to get in for the touchdown. Um, his foot was out of bounds there, but you'll see another view right here. So you'll see drive, boom. It's, it's really one-two. So drive, which is not the cleanest footwork. That's a wasted step right there. A, real, a good corner, a better corner, you want to see that, that step right here. If he is really going to drive on this, T-step right there. Um, get that back foot more pointed towards where you want to go and then drive. But this, this, that's a wasted step right here. Um, but as he as he's using those wasted steps, like I said, Donald sees that, hits Herndon, uh, puts it right on him, steps out right there. It's a it's an inch off. Um, the last play of the review of show number fifty. So, so this is a crease concept to the top right here again. Remember, uh, you have the you have the deep the uh, the the dig and then the vertical route and so this happens for – I put this in the review. This happens for one of two reasons. Um, it's because Donald missed the throw is the, is the first reason. Um, did he lead him too far inside? Or if you're going to watch this view, you have, you have uh, Roberts right here who he's open, but I don't know if Donald expected him. So you can see how he, how he makes a square cut, how he's, let's say, uh, stop, stop, uh, break, drive and eh, it's not clean footwork at all by by him anyway uh stop 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 break drive line so it took him one two three break drive line yeah it's it's he, that's not a, the best cut um but i don't know if he expected to make a speed cut where you don't really take you don't really take any stop steps so instead you're just going to break drive line so break drive line and it'd be, it'd be a little bit more here you'd round it out a little bit but um I don't like I said. It's hard to tell if he. It was because of Donald missing the throw because he couldn't really. Get, again, you see him not. He's not really driving through this throw. It's only a little step uh, because he has pressure in his face and he gets. You know, again, he's hit. So one of two reasons, like I said, a little bit of off throw or uh, you know Roberts made the incorrect cut. And you know, if they're playing off, they're supposed to speed cut. If they, you know, worst man, you're supposed to more break down. But um, that's the last play of the review interception uh, for for Donald. We're going to get the, the, the next part of the review. We look at the Dolphins game, the rest of the Vikings game, the Bears game, which are all really, really rough games, as you guys know. And then we get into the Bills game, which was good, had its, you know, had its low points. The Texans game, which had some of the most ridiculous throws I've ever seen. <laughs> the Packers game, which is really good, not as good as the Texans game, in my opinion. I think the Packers game is a little bit more efficient. I think the Texans game had more incredible throws. And then the Patriots game where he was he had no help, but he still looked uh, pretty good. So um, follow us along or follow along for that. I'll be releasing the show, like I said. It's like, it'll be like 7 o'clock-ish, a little bit after on Tuesday. I'll be back Monday doing that. And then after that Monday, that Friday or Saturday, right before I leave for Ireland, 
Uh, I'll do a Jamal Adams show, which will be 70 plays exactly. Appreciate everybody. Like I said, 50th show. I, I appreciate everybody for following along. The, the following is definitely growing. The two Joe Patreons, you guys are fantastic. Uh, check out Play Like a Jet. Check out Play Like a uh, Play Like a Jet. Sorry, uh, turn on the Jets. The Joe Caparosos. Uh, check out some of my friends. Check out you know the Rockpile Report for Bills. Check out uh, Lockdown Dolphins with Travis Wingfield. Check out Mark Schofield, who's really good. He's been on the show before for Lockdown Patriots. Check out uh, you know Sharman, who's our he's our now our uh, guy who's managing our Twitter account. Uh, the the the, the uh, TOJ Filmroom Twitter account, not my Twitter account, because I just don't have time to do both. Check out their show, the New York Jets Fans Podcast. I uh, tweeted out a link to that before I was on their show last week. Um, even if you want to give them a chance, you know, go on. Like I said, I tweeted out or go on. Uh, it's NY Jets Fans Podcast, or just follow or go to the TOJ Film Room podca- uh, Podcast. Just click on his name, and he tweets out the show. Uh, I was on there, and we talked. You know, a good forty-five minutes strictly on Jets offense from Ty Montgomery, Powell, Bell, Clutchio, Assembly, Shell, Harrison how those guys will be used, what to expect from all these guys. So, uh, you know, check them out. If you don't like it, you just want to, you know, hear another – or me speak about the offense, that's great. Uh, leave a review if you can. Five stars literally takes five seconds to do. Just go on the podcast app and hit five stars if you want to leave a sentence or two. Uh, we didn't get any last week, but we've been pretty good with that. So, uh, you know, I'm at 42 reviews right now. So, if we can jack it up, you know, two, three reviews in the next couple of days. I just did a Sam Darnold review. I was 70-something plays. I have 150 plays for you. Uh, Show some appreciation. Do a, do a review that really quick. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, I will see you guys in a couple of uh, days. Follow me on Twitter, JoeRB31. And like I said, I'll talk to you guys soon.